do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Never gets old. Right. Fucking uh, thing Speaking sucks. of doing it live. One of the great moments in broadcast history from a guy I don't even like. But he will forever be one of my favorite human beings just because of like that moment. That was his most human moment. That was the best argue. best thing he ever did. Speaking of doing it live. Oh, my God. Speaking I'm so excited right now. Live, so excited right now. Dirt set the scene. Go ahead, Skull. <laughs> <laughs> that music's not sentimental enough. <laughs> it's, not, it's not intense enough. But it enough. does mean something. It's Taco Tuesday, everybody. That's oh. right. We got 30 tacos on the table, 29 and a half. Doing it live. <laughs> Doing it live. Carnitas. 30. Chicken. Pastor. How much did we pay for these tacos? $30, 30 tacos. We saw the poster and we're like, yes. Sounds like something those. we'd be interested in. Today's 30 for 30 presents ah, Taco 30 Tuesday. 30. That's it. There you 30 go. 30 for 30. 30 for Thursday. Or 30 for 30. So what you're going to hear a lot of is crunching, spillage, me talking the other way in a different direction. It's like you're here eating with us. That's the way we'd want You're it. probably not eating tacos right now and pissed. <laughs> and that's unfortunate. That, that's, that's, assuming you're someone I respect, that's, your, that's the appropriate reaction. It's Taco Fucking they? Tuesday. That's right. It's right, Taco else. Fucking Tuesday. <laughs> Greg, it's your turn to talk so that I can eat because okay. I've been watching you eat for the last minute. Yes. It's killing me. Yes. Um... I, you know what? I was thinking about a food thing. I got a food topic. Okay. I've, I've cast aside. I don't know if you have an itinerary like a professional broadcaster, but I just noticed a food thing the other day. Do it. Something that I like that allows me to survive from week to week, from Fat Boy Sunday to Fat Boy Sunday, without yep. completely falling off the wagon. Okay. And I don't know how many people utilize this resource for that purpose. But I got to give it up to the bowl of cereal. Ooh. As being something, a tool that maintains snack sanity without really, really like fucking up your life and fucking your, your I mean, diet and your program up completely. There's a wide range in that. There like, is. Like when I go ham on a box of Reese's Puff cereal. Right, right. But, uh, but would you, when you go ham on it, would you really, would you eat the whole box in one shot or would you just eat like a big bowl? Of it? It's not impossible. No. Because if you look at the math on like just a, like a, a, all right. So like, let's say you double whatever's on the box, right? Mm -hmm. If you look at the math on like a, a traditional bowl of cereal, you're looking, and you know, obviously you'd be eating far more than this, right? But the the, the um, stats on a bowl of cereal are like 150 calories, right? Sub 10 grams of sugar, right? And then you know you're adding milk to it. If you do the Fairlife milk, it's an extra protein milk, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you could be doing far worse in terms of like d damaging snacks. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like, sorry. <laughs> you don't even need that. Yeah, you don't need the extra sound effects. I got that. <laughs> so, all, all I was saying, like, as far as, like, you know, just a very uh, utilitarian working man, like a pre-bed snack or pre-workout snack, yep. like the bowl of fucking cereal, you know, a big bowl of cereal with, like, Underrated. eight ounces of milk in it, you could be doing far worse. If you're talking about, like, 400 satisfying calories... That's it right yeah. there, man. That's like, it. What I try to do is I, I usually try to add like a banana to it. There you go. So Or a little peanut butter or there something like go. that. There you go. There you go. Like if I, because I love like peanut butter cereal, like Oof. peanut butter Captain Crunch. Ooh, with the banana? I mean like that. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, no, that ooh, is ooh, like, that ooh. is hands down my favorite. Like, you know. Well, that's where I was going with it. There isn't even a number two that's near where, it. That's no. where I was going with it. What are the top three 
Mark Bernardi, Dirt Malone. What are the top three cereals? That's a good and question. Give you mine. I mean, any cereal with peanut butter okay. is immediately okay. on my radar. Have you seen like the the like uh, yuppie gluten free organic version of like? Uh, I'll tell you, even like the the yuppie uh, gluten free organic version. Too much things like, like that in my crush. blizzard. It's like. It's not leaping lemurs, but it's something no, like I that. No, I know. Well, I get, see, like, I'll tell you, like, I'll get to, Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. Panda puffs yeah, and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yes. Oh, I'm down, dude. Yeah, I'll even get down with some peanut butter puffins, which there are you actually go. pretty yeah, banging yeah, yeah. and the healthy. Puffins. Are they good? Yeah, yeah. They're good. Not I bad. mean, like, you know, it's not like the... Like, they don't spray it with peanut butter perfume. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know, like the, right. the more artificial ingredient-y kind of yeah, yeah. cereals do. You can tell there's a difference, but still no, banging. That's disgusting. This energy, the energy in this room right now is Tangible. just electric. Yes. God, you could, <laughs> Dude, so good. You could like, start a revolution and tear down a government. All right, so Skull doesn't give a fuck as long as it's peanut butter cereal. Honestly, if it doesn't have peanut butter in it, I'm, I'm not usually interested. adding it. All right, I'm usually okay. adding it to all right, all right. it. The Reese's Puffs is probably the best. Sir Malone, your favorite. They're really fucking peanut, good. Reese's, Reese's Puffs are better than peanut butter Captain Crunch. It doesn't have <clears> Crunch for me, but it's up there. In my opinion, I think I like it better. You know what I'm a fan of? Golden Grahams. Golden Grahams are underrated. Yep. The Golden Grahams do not get the love they deserve from the mainstream public. Absolutely. Cocoa Krispies. Yep. Cocoa Krispies good. are good. Cocoa Krispies are Absolutely. good fucking time. Cocoa Puffs. I would actually like to make a list of cereals I don't like, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I don't even know if I could. Right. Peanut Butter Captain Crunch is, is definitely in it's my top five. It's my number one. That's, that's definitely in my is top. It's oh, uh, yeah. definitely in my top three, maybe four. All right, you want to hear mine? I like Lucky Charms a lot. Okay. I like... Uh, Ra uh, an old-fashioned raisin bran. Yeah. With a little the bit of sugar on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Throw some sugar in oh, there. Yeah. Well, see, the Kellogg's raisin bran, the like raisins sugar. have sugar on them. Yeah, already. and especially when you, you get to the <laughs> when you get to the bottom <laughs> of that box, it's like bonus. And the raisin bran crunch. You had the raisin bran crunch yep. before? So it's like raisin bran with like extra like little mm -hmm. like oh, yeah, 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 granola yeah. in it. That. That's I banging. Like those. Yeah, that's banging. And um, like in terms of like, well, it's funny, right? Because you, you, you are under the impression, right? Here's the interesting thing about cereal. I'm always under the impression, I'm like, oh, honey bunches of oats, right? Like, honey bunches of oats, that's way healthier than yeah. peanut butter Captain Crunch. But then you look at the stats on the box, that's and it's like it's like they got the same amount of sugar in them and shit, and they end up actually being just about the same. You know what I love with little peanut butter, actually? It's just old school Cheerios, man. Oh. The OG Cheerios? <laughs> add a little peanut butter into that? How about the Honey Nut Cheerio? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the Is it Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios? No, there's just OG Cheerios, and then there's the Honey Nut Cheerio also. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dude, honey I'm Nut a, Cheerios banging. I'm like, I'm out of touch with yeah, the yeah. Cheerio game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, there's like just, 20 variations just of Just a Cheerio red now. flag, a bad Captain Crunch. Okay. All berries are don't, the berry shit. Don't fall for like the donut sprinkle. Mm, you want to talk I've about like Disgusting. artificial perfumed. Uh, I've seen it's that. awful, <laughs> and I love it. I don't know what you just said, but I agree, what you just said. I agree with myself. <laughs> so what are your top threes? Peanut butter, Captain Put them in the book. Peanut butter Captain Crunch. Okay, or it's my... Organic Neighbors. Or it's Organic Neighbors. Right. Mm, it's tough for me to... I'm trying to think. If I was in an aisle right now, I'm going... Like, I love cereal. It's yeah. real. Like, you've... it's tough. Especially yeah, so... in my household, my wife can carve through a wholesale club's worth. Yeah. We'll be like, oh, we're stocked. We're good for like three months of cereal. It's like two weeks later. We're like, uh. I knew I liked that girl. My girl just comes home. She's like, you know what? I worked late. I'll just have cereal. I'm like, cereal sounds pretty good right now. That's, that's cereal. See, that cereal snack after. Because my problem it's is. Filling. My it's problem is that Tara will tell you this, right? Like after dinner, I want something sweet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I got to fight my demons. 
right? <laughs> and the cereal helps me fight my demons. You know what I'm saying? I like a little yogurt, a little pudding. There you go. Oh, a little pudding. I a got little, little, too much fixins in Pilenti. my blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> that is Pilenti. a great drop. What was it? <laughs> you didn't hear it? I didn't hear it. I, maybe the audience didn't either. I got too much fixins in my blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing. Blast from her. Mm, it happened. It happened. I was there. It came a solid. It was a solid mess. There was not enough ice cream. Did you pass me the spoon, a.k.a. the lid? I can't believe we're thirtying for thirtying right now. Improvising. I love me some tacos. Hell yeah. (laughs) Speaking of sweet things, I've discovered a dessert. Okay. We're doing the food cast first. I like this. (laughs) Yes. We're changing it up on you folks. (laughs) The whole thing's just going to be food. Fuck this whole thing. (laughs) That's pretty much my life. So, there is a new dessert. And by new, I mean I just recently discovered it, so I assume it just came out. Rolled ice cream? That is its own genre of dessert. Okay. It's a new category. I expect there to be imitations flooding the aisle. Okay. Are you familiar with a blue bunny? Yo. The bunny tracks? No, they're... I don't know if they're called tracks, but I know blue bunny. The little ones? They're like... I'm only describing the shape right now, right? Like macaroon-sized, okay, mm, dipped no. in chocolate, okay, and they're like, imagine two. It's like almost like a mini ice cream sandwich covered in chocolate. Mm. So like the size wow. of a macaroon, but wow. it's an ice cream sandwich, but it's covered in chocolate. But even that is just an approximation of me describing it. Mm. It is its own thing. Wow! And you'll eat one and be like. Dude, blue thing, bunny, right? blue bunny has stepped her game up tremendously. So it's a brand blue bunny. Is that accurate? I only had yeah this. blue bunny. So the bee's got like the little uh, the rabbit ears yeah. going out of it. Okay, and you can get I've like seen a, that brand, but I I don't know like it was like one dude, of my buddy's kids' snacks and like yeah. in the freezer and was they're like yeah it was. <laughs> like the kids crying I'm on my eighth one. Dude, you can get a bunch. You can get like a whole freaking big ass thing of it wow. yeah. for like five bucks. Wow. You know what I'm fond of? Since it's just a food guest, <laughs> I'm fond of the uh, M&M ice cream sandwich. You got the uh, spicy Ooh. sauce. Oh, yes. The M&M ice cream sandwich. That's another one. That's another genre. Yeah, yeah, that, that is tough to do wrong no, for me. No, the ice cream sandwich. Any version of it. The OG, the Chipwich. Now, there's a company. I think we had this house. conversation with Christian Coronado, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's never on the second one. Um, <laughs> there is an ice cream sandwich company called Cool House. Okay. Which I first discovered in like a Whole Foods in supermarket, but it's right. now right. making yep. the, making the rounds. Right, and it's like a four dollar ice cream sandwich. Okay, but it's like worth you it. know worth every worth dollar. every one of the eight hundred calories wow. in this wow ice cream sandwich. Is, wow. You know, it's like salted caramel, fucking and a mint chocolate chip, and like they got five different ones. It's banging. Well, often I get the, the snickerdoodle. Often I get the ice cream before the ice cream because I find the typical ice cream to be. Paltry. <laughs> yeah. The ice cream before the ice right. cream. Right. So you get like the you're in the ice cream novelty aisle. Yeah. Like at a Wawa, for example. Oh right. You, you get two because like one is like uh, you know you need an hors d'oeuvre prior to it. You need to set the stage. Yes. Yes. Because yes. it's like usually one is like I don't know. It's just like cleansing the palate exactly. between wines. Exactly. It's preparing <laughs> preparing for for the the grand. So I'll try to get the like a big guy. Like sometimes they have the big chip witch. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know those like the yeah. big one that's like weighty. You hold it in your hand, you're like fuck. Yeah, it's right. fucking amazing. So I get like a little something to set the stage for that. 
You know what I'm saying? Because one's just not enough. I don't know. Yep. Let's just... Dude, it's fucking when excess. we were in Seattle, we went, there was a Trader Joe's right by our hotel. Right. And they had uh, four ice Trader cream Joe's sandwiches. They had like the four, ice, the four ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. They were fucking amazing, wow. dude. The little chocolate chip morsels coated around the side. Wow. I, when, I, when we were out at the Arnold uh, and we, we wrapped uh, everything up and it was uh, Sunday night and we were like... Uh, Everybody's completely shot and burned yeah. out. Yeah. Across the street from the hotel we were staying at was a Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And so I went in there and I got, I came back with eight, I don't know, some kind of yuppie chip witches. Okay. And uh, a couple of sixers of yingling. And I was like, that's living right there. Mm. That God is God living God right God there. God there. We're going to have there. so many fucking beasts <laughs> up with this motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Y- yuppie ice creams are generally. Yeah. The better yuppie products, I actually oh, think. Oh, okay, okay, that's fair. Because, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, we, even, like, Talenti's in that category, yeah, like, yeah. you know, the like a $9 pint of ice cream is, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, I like, I'm generally a Ben & Jerry's guy, but I am I like Haagen-Dazs and oh, Talenti. Dude, you can't go wrong. Dude, yeah, Ben yeah. & Jerry's could put out yeah, a yeah. broken glass flavor, and I'll be like, <laughs> all right, all right, I'm listening. You are? <laughs> One of our OG descriptors. Is napkins. Yeah. That something tastes like napkins. That's what Halo right? tastes like. Napkins. Dude, your uh post on Facebook, right? Literally had me and Tara laughing out loud in bed. It's true. You, you define the, this is the Mark Bernardi description of Halo Top ice cream. It's as if a napkin once brushed up against ice cream. <laughs> That's what Halo like, Top tastes like. Tastes like shit. Past. If a na- if a napkin rubbed up against ice cream. I've never had it. It tastes it, like it, shit, right? It it's tastes, bland. I, dude, it is like like Frozen ice cream spit. <laughs> someone <laughs> ate ice cream. It was like, ugh. Spit on the ground and it froze. And someone shaved it into a container. Like, it's, it's not even. Disgusting. Uh, just as, like, if you only ate Twinkies. Yes. That's right. Speaking of that. You might become a Twinkie. So, wait. Before. We got six tacos, not including tacos, on the plate. Oof. We're already down to just six <laughs> remaining. That couldn't have been 30 here. Oh, there's uh, 10 in each thing, man. <laughs> Is that possible? Yep. These tacos are going down like fucking saltines, bro. What the fuck? How are there 30 Let's here? Let's go get more. Seriously. My fingers hurt. Dude, once. Like, all right, we're ready to eat now. Once for like this work, this work, this <laughs> film gig, right? I went into like a Dunkin' mm. and had to order like 115 breakfast sandwiches. Wow. That oh. I needed in like 45 minutes. Wow. Those people must have known Dude, what hit them. Sheer. I'll never forget my whole life. Look at terror. Sheer panic. Yeah, yeah, Dude, sure. this girl was shaking, oh, entering it into the register. The manager is on the phone calling someone <laughs> at home, waking them up. I don't care. Get out of the fucking shower. Dude. Wow. <laughs> it was like, and I wasn't like, you know, like, I need this. You know what right, I mean? Right. I'm like, well, as soon as you can make it is good, but like, you know. But I need 115. And I like they didn't give it like I didn't even know it was gonna be that kind of thing. It's right. like they hit enter on the register. I was like, run for it. Anybody got time for that? A hundred plus. For, I'll never forget that look. On, yeah, but I mean, You're it's a lot. But don't get me that. wrong. But like they are microwaving it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. that is something you should call in though. But you got the order. Like no, go I, get these. If, and I like, Fuck. I, if I could have, if I could have, I would have. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know it till I was walking in the door. But um, yeah, man. We're gonna carve through these thirty tacos like an appetizer. Yeah, Eating so many tacos that uh. My fingers hurt. Greg is like, 
You think it's too many? <laughs> like, Famous ah, last words. I don't think so. I don't think so. Is that excessive? So wait, the last time we met up, you guys were talking about this, uh, the most athletic, unathletic person oh, of the group. right. The world's worst oh, athlete list. competition. Yes. Yeah. While you guys talk about that, I'm going to go get it. I got a little, uh, little snack, a little snackeroo I got to bring down. What the fuck? Food cast. Snack again. Wow. Bringing a snack into the bunker. So back in the day, two athletic friends, air quotes. Not, not so athletic friends. On the lower end of the spectrum. Yes. In our circle of athleticism and yep. athletic abilities. But good guys. Great guys. Yep. But the debate was who's less equipped to handle right. an athletic situation. Who was the better, the better, the better athlete of the two worst athletes we knew? Yeah. So we devised what we call the world's worst athlete competition. <laughs> I'm not sure if the winner's the loser or how it That's works. That's it. We Using were saying that, that the person who wins actually lost. <laughs> if you if you're in it, you yes, lost. You lost by default. But what were the ten events, Greg? So we had. You're right. It was like a decathlon of shame. But there was, um, there was, uh, you're looking for sauce or something here. I see your head on no, a No, I was just saying, I okay. you were to the mic. Oh, okay. Just being the technical you know, No, 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 that's good, that's good. Um, so there were 10 events um, that we thought would comprise uh, the, a true test of someone's all-around athleticism. Okay. Um, yeah. But they were simple. They were simple in their nature. There was the football catch which you would have 10 footballs thrown to you, and how many would you catch out of 10, right? This is, like, directly at you. Yes. Yes, can yes, you, yes. Can you catch Yeah, it? yeah, just can you catch 10 the, footballs? The, what's right. great about that is, like, the assumption that thrown directly at you, Yes. you're not catching no, all 10. No, you're not 10. catching all 10, right? That would be the idea, right? So then there was the baseball throw. No, just okay. the furthest. The, whoever could throw a baseball the furthest, right? Then there were two basketball events. There was one-on-one, -on -one, right? Right. Which uh, might be the last event of the competition, if you think that's about like it. The, that's a very mano a mano. Yes, it is. Consolidate the time. And then a uh, free throw competition. Okay? So that was four events, right? Mm -hmm. Then right. there was uh, bench press, mm -hmm. push-ups. <laughs> uh, max push-ups. Right, max push-ups, max bench press. There was uh, a, a one-mile distance run. Mm -hmm. And a 100-meter dash. Right. And, and then the total there crazy was, one. There was arm wrestling. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then I believe the last one was that you had to run with a dorm room refrigerator full of brisk iced tea on your back. Jesus <laughs> from, from the gym. The, the, I think it was from the Brigantine Fitness Center to the uh, local football field, <laughs> which was probably a distance of, say, like maybe 400 yards. Yeah, a couple football yeah, fields. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that was the tip. It had to be brisk, right? Those were, yeah, it had oh, to be yeah, a, had to be a, a, a dorm brisk, room maybe. fridge full of brisk. You had to carry it. Uh, and those were the 10 events. I think that that might have been uh, like our version of if you've ever seen The World's Strongest Man with Lou Ferrigno and Franco Colombo yeah, yeah. from like 1978 or whatever, where yep. it's like there's bodybuilders in it with like the strongmen and football players and Ken Patera's in it and all those Dragon guys, right? Logs. All those OG guys, and they're actually running with refrigerators on their back. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this, I think that's where... This would take place on, like, a Saturday. Yes, yes, Sunday. yes. So this is, like, what 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 uh, young lads from Brigantine in their late teens, this is the kind of thing that we cooked up. <laughs> um, but we never actually had the event, but I think we could. We should do it now. Dude, that's and a I good idea. I think it would be amazing. I think that would get a lot of views. We could have people submit contestants. That would get a lot of views on YouTube, the world's worst athlete competition. You know what? But, like, for the wrong reasons. For like, right, right, probably. You know, 
for people to be like, yes, he's a, he's a fucking. What do you think? But you the- know what's funny about it is that like if you really put anybody up to that competition and you just did it, like no bullshit, the guy who won would actually be a pretty good athlete. What would be great is to like have that and then but have the people who submitted it flip it on and be like, no, you're in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're right. What two are the what are the two events you think are the most telling of the athletic unath unathletic person? Unathletic person? <laughs> I would say the football catch probably the football catch and the baseball throw. Yeah. Right? Because if you see it like this guy throws well, like, a yeah, fucking Well yeah, but see pansy. you could be you could be I mean I guess throwing is athletic. Yeah, I but mean, like, you to be able to throw, be very... a, throw a baseball a decent distance. Yeah. There's the mechanics involved. Oh, in no, it. I understand. Yeah, yeah, but, like, is, so this there. gets down, like, is John Daly athletic? You know what I mean? Oh, well, that's a convert. That's a, that's a law. That's a. That's what I mean, though. Like, a, an athletic you know. argument we had for a long time. But I bet you John Daly can throw a baseball pretty well. Oh, please. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. While, while freaking uh, yeah, yeah. doing a keg stand. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But I get what you're saying. Of course. He may not be good in a sprint or the mile run or whatever. Right, exactly. I mean, the. The arm wrestling and the one-on-one basketball is like the mano a mano, you know. Yep. Like somebody's gonna like win the arm wrestling and like impose their will upon the competition. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Aside, it. It's like Tyson with the coming after the ring. The fight's over. Yep. That's true. Well, dude, what's interesting is that that's in, why it would have to be one of the last events. Yeah. In that in that Olympia coming up, or probably by the time people hear this, it'll be passed, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where they have that be. Super League. Booth 1059. We will be there. Booth 1059. Come stop by. You already stopped by. You didn't stop by. Oh, this is after. 1059er. Hopefully you were there. Hopefully it went well. This will be <laughs> This will be airing after. That's right. So They had that Super it League. Already, we already crushed we it. Already and it fucking already dominated well. it. We fucking we destroyed fucking it. it. How about right. that, G-Code oh Talk God. of the Olympia? Talk of the Olympia. That dirty just knocked talk, that dude out for no reason. Remember that? For no reason crazy. at all. I had fuck to drag crazy. him the fuck out of there. Crazy. I had to drag him the fuck out of there. You punched Chuck Zito. <laughs> right in the gut. <laughs> Bo Deedle. Was Bo Deedle there? I don't know. You have to ask him. <laughs> but yeah, we killed it at the Olympia. All right. So what were you saying? All right. Where, what were you saying? So they had the event called the Super League, yeah, which yeah. our athlete Antoine Vaillant Our brother Antoine is uh, competing in, Team yeah. Canada against Team USA. Yep. And the way they do the output score is they have eight different exercises, and you have to do one set, 12 reps. So you have to be comfortable with your 12-rep range. You don't want to go too low or too high in the weight. And then they measure your – what is it? It's your quotient, weight. Some sort yeah. of quotient. So those eight exercises, like the score. 12 reps, all that, and then they divide it by your weight. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like if you've ever heard of the, the Wilkes score in powerlifting, it's like how you determine somebody's total versus what they weigh. Yeah. So, like, you're stronger than me or I'm stronger than you because you your total might be 50 pounds less than mine, but you weigh 40 pounds less than I do, and the quotient yeah. that comes out from that means that you're stronger than it's I It's like the Richard right. Hawthorne theory. Exactly. Like Hawthorne is the strongest dude in the world because he can total 1,400 pounds and weigh 120 pounds or whatever. You know, it's like that's not normal. And at the time, his hair yeah. probably weighed 20 pounds. That's right. 20 pounds of hair. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I know that's what that's point. about. That's right. It's all chest hair, though. How are you feeling now? Probably. How are you feeling now with the tacos dude, in the gut? By the way, great. there's three left. Hey. All right, good. I was like, uh, is there one left? And then it would be the arm wrestling. It's Taco fucking Tuesday. World's <laughs> there we go, right for the taco. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I like this one. It's there rolled like a fatty. That's right. Rolled like a goddamn Don't call fatty. me a fatty. Just God. eating some tacos. Stop judging. 
So many fucking fixings you got to put on there. That's right. We're going to have so many fucking fixings up in this motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This was pro- possibly the best decision of our lives. Oh, <laughs> uh, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Do you know another thing we didn't touch on is the uh, McGregor Mayweather, yeah, even though it's way past it's on the list. That's on the list. He's got the fucking itinerary over there. It's on the back of my medulla. <laughs> so we were we, we, from you were distracted. You're so on your game today because you were distracted for the last podcast. I know. The fucking fantasy draft. The fantasy draft. We all watched the fight, correct? We were all doing real, the reality cast, and you were doing the fantasy draft. <laughs> fucking killed it week Despite one. Despite our inner protests over the spectacle nature yes, of it. yes. We all watched it, correct? We all watched it, yep. Yes. So how did you feel about it as far as um, McGregor's performance against Mayweather? I thought he put up a decent fight, but I don't I knew. think he could have done better. Nope. And I also think, though, and I'm sure I said this on Facebook or whatever, that like Mayweather's fighting style yep. lends itself to like a little bit of an over... Uh, Estimation of how well somebody else is doing against yes. him? Yes. Right, because I feel like he could even be fighting me, right, and he'd right. be like... See if I had like six got. months to train, he'd be like, okay, man, see what just, this guy's got. just dance around the first couple <laughs> rounds, find out Feel where out. I'm going to hurt him. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, like every, so. none of his fights ever end in the first couple right. rounds. Yep. No. Ever. Never. And I think it's by design. Like he's been critiqued oh, yeah. for it even. He, like, yeah, why yeah. didn't he just kill this guy? He could have yeah, killed this yeah, guy. Yeah, he didn't yeah. kill this guy. Yep. And now that it's McGregor, people are like, oh, McGregor. It's yeah, like, well, maybe he's just like, to his credit, a lot like the other fighters. Right. Where Mayweather's like, all right, let me just see if he can do anything. He can't. It's over. Right. Yeah. I, I, my, my impression was that McGregor was bigger than I thought. Yeah. When standing next to Mayweather. Oh yeah. And awkward, right? In a way that I'm sure Floyd was like, well, this guy's big and awkward. Right. <laughs> Much as I was thinking, wow, this. And when I say awkward, I don't mean that in a uh, negative way. No, I mean in a boxing style. sense. Uh, unorthodox. Right. Unorthodox, which would is can be very challenging to to mm-hmm. another fighter. So. Um, I, he was switching southpaw and doing stuff so like that. So you see him oh. out there, and he's like, all right, he's big, he's got long arms, uh, and uh, his style is a little unorthodox, which is probably you know probably has Floyd a little off balance, and he's trying to figure it out. And, uh, you know, uh, probably punched himself out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but did not, certainly did not make a fool of himself. That's for sure. And, uh, and I think, you know, Floyd wasn't there to try to embarrass anybody either. Um, you know... I think Floyd, you know, like I said, man, I, I was under the impression that these guys are probably boys. Yeah. So, oh, like, uh, you know, I, I think going into the thing, there, there was like, a, there was no so blood. There was no bloodlust on either side. You know what I mean? So, I think that Floyd wasn't out to embarrass Conor McGregor in that situation. No. True. He was, just out, he was out to fight a good tactical match and end it in its natural time and place Agreed. and i gotta i gotta pause you guys right now because we're about 26 minutes in and after greg takes that last bite we have crushed 10 tacos each pretty good oh dude i didn't hungry. even notice did the tacos get here yet yeah. I was wondering when the tacos were. Yeah, the question is, if another thirty at this table right now, what would happen with that being said though i got another <laughs> snack pleasant, i got another snack it. coming out oh wow the Baron, the Pickle Baron, the Grandpa Baron. Chooch's <laughs> Country Time Mandingo Spears have just touched down. Wow! The, squad uh, the Pickle Baron, the Pickle God. Let me give it a background. He's made his presence felt. So my grandfather, he uh, his neighbor used to make these pickles, and he, when he passed, he gave before he passed, he gave my grandfather the recipe. 
His name is Mr. Omar. And uh, we love the pickle so much that he's like, Travis, I know you like to cook and do stuff like that. I'm going to give you this recipe. And I think it's been like three years, three or four years I've been doing this, where I just sell them locally to friends, word of mouth. And every time I make a batch of like 30, they're fucking gone in like a couple days. No lie. Yeah. Okay, no lie. I know I'm I'm one for hyperbole. Best pickle I ever had. It's dope. Yeah. That. Best yeah. pickle I ever had. Uh, could easily be at Trader Joe's or somewhere like it that. Should be. Yeah. No, I even look, because now like pickles is like you know exploding like craft beer like everything is. Yeah, yeah, everyone's sure, like exactly. making a cold brew or something yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't even I don't even I don't even kid myself no. and buy them. No, no. Comes like. They're not gonna be as good. They've often, they often have like a kind of chewy, mealy yes. thing about them. Yes, they, they're not firm like the uh, uh, like the, the breast. Uh, yes, like the uh, <laughs> the breast. Like the, those. I've I've dubbed you the pickle baron. I know it's Sorry, grandpa. It's I know earned. it's I know it's grandpa Chooch and all that. Well, he's uh, just a mask. He's the face. I, I know he's it. the mascot, and I know that there's a there's like a bunch of subtitles for what these are. Yeah. Um, but I just call you the Pickle Baron because I think Pickle Baron brand pickles yep. is better for marketing. I think so. <laughs> I think the only thing keeping you out of Trader Joe's right now is the lid. <laughs> yeah. you, but... don't, you don't think like uh, you don't <laughs> think Whole Foods would carry this with this? Uh... But I will say, they're fucking great. If you would describe Mark Bernardi, if you would describe what the describe that what lid. The lid looks like. Shout out to Chooch, by the way. Shout out, shout out to our brother Chooch. What does it look like? Uh, um, a boy man. <laughs> well, because it's like in tidy whities, you had an old man mask, so it's like a weird combo of boy and man. I don't know. It's man, strange. Man child. A man child. Yeah. Well, he's got a, those with big a stick ass. with a. He's oh, he's like a ho- traps. Like you know, a hobo would carry. What would you call that? A stick with like a bandana's worth of. His hobo. His hobo politically correct. <laughs> his hobo. I think that's like a hobo device. Don't let it not be said that I don't, that I'm not wild free with the... <laughs> uh, it's the, hobo a slur. <laughs> I'm sure it is, dude. Yeah, it is. Dude, somebody's taco <laughs> drunk. Taco drunk over here. Drunk off the coast. I'm taco wasted right now. Holy shit. <laughs> On a Tuesday. It's taco fucking Tuesday. Right, Try a right. pickle. Yeah. I'm waiting for my scalp to stop sweating <laughs> from the gallon of hot sauce I poured on my dozen tacos. I'm definitely taco wasted right now. It's dope. It's, it's a, a way good to place be. to be. Why aren't you eating tacos? I'm talking to the <laughs> listener. listener? Yeah, seriously. I know you're what's, not. What's going on with your life? I, maybe mm. I think we are better than you if you're not eating tacos right now. I think you might be right. Yeah, mm. so I, let me finish this. So there's a... a what would a hobo? Say? What would you call the stick with the bandanas worth? <laughs> the walking, Which, by the way, is like the walking stick. Not no, much. Like a, it's like a walking stick or something. Not that hobos have a lot, <laughs> but it seems like it's not quite. Is it a walking stick? Would you say? Well, yeah. But the idea is like you carry it over your shoulder so it holds mm-hmm. the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then also a shovel. Taking the pickles out of the ground. Because they're they grow out of the ground. It says, in Grandpa the jar. Chooch's Country Time and Dingo Spears Sweet and Sour. Oof. I'm more of a, the spicy. I like the hot mm. and spicy ones. The oh, these, are the, these aren't the spicy. The spicy ones. I'm sure Bernardi is also a fan of the spicy I got a, Oh, yeah, no, I yeah, love the spicy. Yeah. The spicy. I got but a they're little, both good. They're both I got good. a jar in the fridge that's it's called uh, Death. I just called it Death. Death? And hot. it's got like fucking... 
Carolina Reaper chips in there, Oof. the oil, habaneros. You eat one of those, you're not going to have a good time. You're not going to have know, a good I am, time. Uh, I consider myself a connoisseur of hot sauces, and I'm not big on like the whole... Do a Ex- shot extreme. Of the, do a shot of this ghost pepper extract wow. to be a man. Wow. <laughs> like, no, know. but to make this pickle spicy, like I'm not really good hot. That's what yeah, you yeah. need. No, I, I oh yeah, I think sure. it's different in that form. I, like, I ate about? one of the uh, peppers out of a jar before. Oof. Yeah, not gonna have a good time. That's why there's like that vein on your forehead. Yes, exactly, exactly. Like I cut it up with chicken. Ugh. Like. Because here's what I notice about these pickles, is that um, there's like a, this is something I only discovered probably like six years ago, maybe. Okay. Like the incredible role that things like uh, Mm. jarred pickles or peppers play when you're trying to eat relatively dry meats. Mm -hmm. So like in the effort to choke down yet another can of chunk white tuna. Oof. Or chunk light tuna. That's disgusting. Or, you know, a chicken breast. Like, what a uh, difference it makes to have, like, a, a good pickle or, yeah. like, some peppers with it or something like that. Or yep. a, a hoagie relish. Anything like that can, like, really go the distance. And the interesting thing is that in a lot of instances you're talking about, like, not really adding any calories. Right. No. Even, like, diced just red like, onion or something. Just, like, adding a veg. You know, you're just adding, like, a vegetable to it, except there's, like, this moisture that it adds. It's like the salt helps you salivate a little bit. And the moisture that the, the uh, pickle or the peppers have, you know, inherently just makes a difference. makes it so much easier to eat that kind of stuff. It's awful, and I love it. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Well said. Well said. You like the pickle? It's dang sweet and spicy. It's That's good. just dank. It's a yeah. dank, dankest pickles. That's a pickle, good one. The pickle. You should pickle put that baron, on the label. The pickle barons. Dankest Jersey's, pickles. Jersey's dankest pickles. That's it. Speaking of dank, I was recently in Seattle. Okay. Oh yes. And uh, I was like, you know what? You were doing various outdoorsman activities yeah. in Seattle. I got to do the white person. Like, yeah, I go hiking and I do this and yeah, I play yeah, cornhole. Lantern and, fest. Yeah. Oh, lantern fest was another one. Yeah. Let a lantern off. Yeah, yeah. The White yeah. Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that hey, that's something I got to draw up. There you go. But, um, yeah, they had a dispensary out there because it's legal to ingest marijuana hey. out there. Okay. So I was like, let's see what this it's is natural. about. Went there with my girl. Natural. You give me your ID. A guy comes around with his iPad. He's like, hey, you want to sign up for our rewards program? I'm like, yeah, and I'm not from around here. <laughs> but, yeah, sure, I will. All right. <laughs> And they just have all these gummies and all these strains, and it's dirt cheap. And it's like, you know what? We're just going to get a couple of these and, you know, try them out. Chocolates, pasta sauce, candies. There's a lot of weird characters in there, but it was set up pretty efficiently. Hey, man. If you can get a... It's a big enterprise. If you can get... Where it's legal, especially. You can get chocolate with booze in it. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't well, ship any home, by the way. You know what sure. I, uh, you know, <laughs> you just smuggled it in your you ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right up the pool chute. He mealed it in. Um, you know, what's interesting, right, is that like, uh, you know, uh, not, not much of a drug history over here on this yes. side of the table, yep. right? But like, um, for example, like uh, smoking stuff in general, like is, is a, like a bit of a stretch for me. Yeah, like, yeah, of right? course. But like, I, I, it's absolutely undeniable, like the therapeutic, uh, oh, yeah, the therapeutic, uh, you know, uh, benefits of, yeah, yeah. of marijuana, right? Mm-hmm. And like, like I heard of like uh, honey that's infused with, mar- oh, with marijuana. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, like to have that honey, with, butter. I, I yeah. thought to myself, like, to have that with tea 
Yeah. You know, before bed or something like that, man. That's Dude, if you have like arthritis, man. Oh, yeah. And then my my grandmother, she's 94. She's like, could you get me some of that weed? My fingers (laughs) hurt. We didn't get it for her. Right, right. But uh, we discussed it. Right, of course. It was on the table. My cousin's like, I don't know, man. What should I do? She pulled me aside. I'm like, me too, man. My grandma (laughs) said the same thing. She's like, you got to get me some of that stuff. I mean, because, you know, when you get older, you're arthritis and all that. You're like, man. Older. But then again, you don't want to give it to your grandma. Here, grandma. No, no, no. But I'm sitting here, I'm thinking of like. This was like a couple years ago. Right. And I'm just thinking about, you know, like, not necessarily like. You know, because, you know, obviously you're saying about, like, pasta sauce and all that, and that's all well and good, and it makes sense. But, yeah. like, I sit here and I think about, like, a specific uh, purpose, right? Yeah. So, like, okay, like, you have a cup, of tea, cup of tea. man. You have a cup of tea before your bed, and you, you have, like, a honey infused with it, in it, and it's, like, you know, just oh, yeah. from a therapeutic standpoint, like, I can imagine that being incredible. A lot of right. running backs in the NFL are, like, I would, rather than put me on a pill right. that I'm going to get hooked on. Right. How about this? Oh, for sure. How about those people listening to this squadcast right now? Or you guys, how many people do you know that you think smoke before they train or do oh, something like dude. that? Is there a big number of people? You know what's crazy to me is like I know I've known a lot of people over the years that can like like smoke a blunt before playing basketball and shit. Yeah, like no. And to me, that's like though I like I am not thinking sharply no. and at my like most coordinated and aggressive. Man. Like to me, it's like a. Bu- it's You're not like backing a- anybody down, like yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm not going extra hard after that loose ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like that's more like after the game, my knees hurt. Maybe that loose ball. Right. But there's, I know some people who are like also like, you know, will will smoke weed or whatever, however they adjust it, just to like get right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like I don't even want to like go f- into a supermarket. Right. Right. But then I know some people who are like six o'clock a.m. on a Tuesday. Like yeah, no, sure. Want to have a normal day? No. Yeah. Well, it's you like know? for me personally, like I, like I, 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 I mean, you know, and maybe that's just uh, me making associations that are antiquated. But like I think of it like as something that you do like when you're home at night, mm-hmm. and that's not fair to say that. But like yeah. I, so I liken it to like having a drink. It's like a whiskey. Right. right. Like a whiskey. Right. So like have, have a drink. Like if, if I'm having a drink, it means I'm I'm, I'm in for the. Night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No. So like I, I'm you know, the same way. I think it's of like, it along those lines. I don't want to have to do serious shit. Right. Exactly. If that's like my worst, like the worst thing that I can think of is like I smoke a little weed or whatever, and then it's like, hey, by the way, Mark, we got to do this really complicated yeah, shit yeah, that yeah. takes lots of concentration yeah, yeah. and oh, hours. No, I'd be oh, like, no. yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Don't even answer the phone. But I like there were definitely like OGs, kids we grew up with, uh, two of whom passed away, and it's like only a, a coincidence. Yeah. I, I would hope to some degree. But I remember they used to show up like you know I was seventeen, eighteen, working at the fitness yeah. center in Brig, and they'd show up. Completely fucking baked in the in the parking lot and coming in the train. And yeah. Like, I'd be shocked. But I don't know how you're doing. That. Dude, I don't know how people <laughs> do shots of whiskey as they're powerlifting like Andrew Pounds. Yeah, I'd be yeah, thinking. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'd yeah. be thinking like you know. Yeah, yeah. Here's the how I fuck or Chris up Duffin, technique. Yeah. Chris Duffin, you know, uh, Delafave hitting the bourbon. Kyle's Everybody's been doing that recently. Yeah, Pudge. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, you're such a stereotypical powerlifter. Wow. He's like, what, man? I mean, wow. Helps a little bit. Hey, he's looking for that. Get a little loose. Getting rid of the inhibitions. Yeah. Right? Well, it is interesting because you know how much. It's like a place where I want inhibitions is like when there's hundreds of pounds on me. Yeah, sure. Like I want to be like For sure. Do you think it's more more something like uh, you don't want to think about the weight or what you're doing so you kind of get a distraction like when people slap the shit out of your shoulders? I think, well, I think the slapping the shit out of your shoulders also like creates like a, a, 
a sort like of a, like a rush adrenaline yeah. thing going, yeah um because it's like a sting there's a kick to it same thing with the ammonia you know um, get blood flowing exactly. in places it might not be exactly and i think i think there's a, a layer to it about the inhibition um loss of inhibition uh just the idea that where you might typically be intimidated by that weight mm-hmm. you're less scared you're not that caught up in it because you're feeling good well i remember and i'll bring it up again um Hawthorne would always, he would always just say, I never look at the weight, I just look at the, the bar, bar. Yeah, yeah. and I just zone out, yeah. and that's it. Move yeah. the bar, that's just what he would say. Just move the bar. Yeah. Put your feet through the ground. Yep, yep. Oh, I missed a deadlift. Oh, dear. You'll be back. Get how's, that. how's the knee feeling? It's feeling better. Danny, deadlift. You're yeah. a natural deadlift. We haven't talked training in a little while. <laughs> yeah. What up? What up, You'd you be deadlifting? Nah, I've been doing a shitload of uh, knee healing. I've been doing a lot of one leg exercises, body weight exercises, stepping up, stairmaster shit. Nice. And it's been feeling great. So awesome. now I'm just gonna try to build the strength up and get at it. I'm like down the fucking. I want you to be feeling good because in like a year I want to take you on like a supreme white boy hike. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I got a spot. Hey, hey, hey. I got a spot for you. Hey. I like one that, that. one that'll be a a. Uh, Something to check off, wow. put on your list. Awesome. For to tell, talk about fifty years from now. That one of those deals. Everest. <laughs> it's called the Devil's Path. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like it's the right top, up my alley. I'll be there right now. The toughest hike in the Northeast. Is it? Yeah, you got like hang off of ledges and fucking. It's not ropes. about hanging so much as it is about a treacherous uphills. Uh, cumulative and downhills. uphills and downhills uh, and like elevation uh, game. Dude, fuck. I'm down. I think you'd love we'll it. Try but I don't want to. Dude, I, even with my knees, I'm like, it's tough. So that's why. You know what it is? It's not you so gotta much. You got to have like a year under your belt of feeling good. It's not so much the hike, but it's like you do the hike, you get to your summit point, whatever yeah. that may be, and then it's like, all right, I got to go down. The downhill is tough, man. The downhill is worse. I'm always the first person up the mountain and the last one down. Mm. Yeah. Because I could climb. Dude, I'm like a, a mule. You, I could fucking climb to the sun. <laughs> but then I get up there and I'm walking downhill and I'm like, Baby stepping, because yeah. I just don't trust my legs and my knees right. and everything. Oh no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the thing when you're going downhill, if you fall, you fall forward. Right, right, yeah, sure. You're fucked. You're done. You fall forward when you're going uphill. Yeah. It's like just resting on a step for right, a second. Sure, sure. You know? Dude, another weird. thing. When we were in Washington State, my uh, fiance and I, we did a Mount St. Helen hike. We did this crazy trail where you know we got to do this one. You get to see these beautiful landscapes it's one of the and biggest elevations in North America, right? Yeah, yeah. it's freaking beautiful. But that day when we did it. There was a huge forest fire in Oregon, and mm. then there was another fire in Vancouver, and they kind of like converged over us. So it was literally raining ashes for like hours while we were oh, hiking. That's crazy. It's the weirdest thing ever. But anyway, we did this hike, and it was like 10 miles. So we go up five miles. We're drinking water, drinking water. By the time we get there, we got nothing. So we're like, fuck, we got to go mm-hmm. five miles back with no water. Wow. And that was like definitely a factor that like destroyed us. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal, man. Brutal. I can imagine that would that would certainly test you. And there's a psychological component to that too. They're running out of water and then oh, yeah, I gotta absolutely. go this far without water. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine. And pep talking each other. You can do this. You're athletic. You you are a athlete. Yeah. Fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> Dude, it's I've had similar conversations. There's like I've been through like a period where like I was completely dizzy, lightheaded, and had blurry vision for like 15 minutes straight. And I still have nothing but a steep climb, and you just have to wow. keep going, going. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's no, you can't even rest because you'll fall. Like, you just have to keep going forward. Yeah. I'm down I, for that. I love it. No, I think, I think you enjoy it. And then we make Greg go. What's up? Wow. Greg would do this. White boy cred. 
Dude, we'll play some hacky sack up at the summit doing. and listen to fish. Wow. You'll love it. <laughs> You'll fit right in. <laughs> Greg, oh, Greg, how about that. your training? Oh, yeah. Training. I'm six, uh, doing six days a week religiously. Um, today I was up at 5.15 to train. That's early. It's early. Fuck it's early. Um, but, I, you know, man, I'm loving it. You know, I, I get up and I, uh, I've been training on an empty stomach, you know, just vice. And... Uh, you know, training more for like a training more for a pump, training more for you know, I guess more bodybuilding style than you know for straight mass, you know, mass yeah. and strength. Um, and I'm probably like two forty right now, but I I feel good and Solid. I feel strong and I feel, you know, um, better conditioned and uh, you know, Tara gets up with me, so we, so it's like you always have that other person that holds you accountable. You know, not that I ever really needed it, but it's, once in a while, it, it's oh, it nice. helps. It's nice, yeah, it's, for sure, right, for sure. And, uh, you know, and like, I, I like to start my day with it now. So it's like part of my ritual now is, is getting Same up here. and doing it. And then Sunday, you know, we say, all right, we're going to, you know, with the babies, it's difficult, but it's like, we're going to stay in bed to the very last second we possibly can. And that always ends up <laughs> only being like 830 or hey, something, man. but it's like, Shh, fucking, still, well, right. If you got up at yeah. 515, 830 feels like. Fucking <laughs> new, well, like yeah. noon used to feel. For real, for real. Yeah, my nephew's like 13, so he's in that like. Ah, he's yeah, getting to sleep He zone. sleeps till noon and grows an inch Good every for him. day. Good for him. <laughs> you have the, the girls that just come into your bed and they wake you up that way? Yeah, Sienna does. The The twins don't, but Sienna does. But uh, Sienna, dude, Sienna, I would say nine out of ten mornings will come downstairs while we're working out like she gets her ass up to come downstairs and hang out yeah while we're working out which is just awesome it's like you know you, and got, I, you got and doing I, any workouts and not? i like that she you've got her condition i like that well. she you know in a bunch of ways right like not to not to you know get too deep about it but i just like the yeah. fact that she's learning by example you yeah know what i mean and it's like she's learning about you know whatever consistency or dedication or whatever and it's like you know absolutely my dude. parents get up and do one this, of the so. best things you can find out early yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it's 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 been good for it's been good for me in general. Just uh, you know, cranking it out and you know trying my best to to you know eat well. Um, I need to eat better. Well, but it's like you know what like I mean? what you do on Sundays. You I do tacos. from like Friday night. No, to for sure. But she, yeah, but listen. But, but here's the thing, right? Like, so like uh, I'm not gonna. We'll talk about the dirtiest thing you ate this week. So I'm okay. not gonna get into that. But like, what tends to happen is that Tara will make this incredible thing on Sunday, and there's a lot of it. Right. And then she's the type where like, nah, I'm good. And she won't have any the next day Oof. or the next day after that. But for me, it's like, one, Don't I go to waste. <laughs> two things. One, the temptation of something so awesome just being there. Right. But then two, also the fact that what? this I'm, We're going to throw this fucking thing I, out? I can't do it. Seven, eight, can't do it. seven eighths of like some it. kind of brownie yeah, masterpiece is going to get thrown out. <laughs> yeah. It's like fucking yeah. horrible. Yeah. So it's like, you know, um, so like a lot of the times it ends up being like staying on point and eating good all day. And then like having having that as dessert you know yeah. having whatever the thing she she made as dessert so it's like I feel your pain. it's breaking from that like fat boy sunday thing because it's like it's basically like every day has a sunday right if you broke the <laughs> yes, day no. not every day no, is a sunday but every yes. day has its sunday right. so it's like at the end of that day that you ate clean the whole day as opposed to eating clean the whole week then you're like you have a little something it's like fuck yeah. you're you know? talking about like a banana split sunday or no 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 not a sunday <laughs> baked goods and day but it could be you never know it could be and yes i know what you're talking about where all of a sudden sunday becomes friday night oh uh, yeah, no, yeah dude it's my sundays are a little longer than 24 yeah, hours yeah, yeah. usually yeah. but uh training's been going pretty good i had one week where i was getting home after my gym closed that's and where leaving you're working, that's where before, you're working that, that freelance game, yeah right? i mean so I, like I was getting like hours. four and a half hours of sleep yeah literally 
enter the door, go right to sleep, leave four and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. So it was not happening, but I still got in like two days that week. Right. And since then, I'm at lifting four and cardio one Good. every week. Good. That's my goal for two years. Yeah, yeah. That's my first. So I'm going to do that for two years. Yeah, yeah. That's my foundation. Yeah, yeah. And I'm four months in. So nice. I'm ready awesome. to go, but like, you know, like my weight, like up there a little bit. I'm like, go ahead. There was an image of Mark Bernardi online this weekend. Oh. And uh, we noticed. It's all true. Noticed. <laughs> that he was jacked. What? There's a picture. There's a Facebook. There's, there's a Facebook picture. Uh, there's a Facebook picture of Mark Bernardi, my brother Sco, in a bit of a party blouse, right? A button, no. a button down. Right at a family function, looking pretty damn good. Gotta give it up for you, bro. Gotta give it up. I got a long ways to go. I'm feeling good. Hey. Um, well, you're you're making progress. No, and it's noticeable. Say, it's nice. So like, nice when progress is noticeable. I, I haven't seen it in months. <laughs> so, uh, like four months, or not four months. So it's fall, the fall months now. I'm like, oh, I gotta start digging through the winter, kind of stuff, getting it ready. Yep. Swap stuff out. And I'm like, no, it's so like what my weight is. And I'm like, oh, geez, I hope this fits and that fits these pants. And usually when I get to this weight, they don't fit and that kind yeah. of thing. And like all the pants fit, but I'm still at the weight at which they normally wouldn't. So I'm like, oh, so I've added dense, pounds. Dense but, muscle. Yes, exactly. So that's encouraging. And uh, the one thing that's been driving me nuts, and I know it's like stretching. I think I talked about it maybe a couple episodes ago. But I just got this forearm, mm. forearm to elbow pain. Right. That after like two days, anytime it's like two days in a row where I'm using that part of my body, even if it's like pull downs or right, something right, like right. that, like it wakes me up at three o'clock in the morning, like I'm just sore. Wow. So I the need this. Brachialis. Could be. Yeah. Something. I mean, you know, Google tells me it's like a tennis elbow kind sure, of sure, thing sure. related to weightlifting. That it's my forearms and wrists. I need to like get them stronger. Yeah, yeah. But what's weird is like, what's weird is to like lift and think like, oh, I should like it says you should use like light, you should go lighter. Okay. But I'm like only a couple months in, and it's like weird for me to like do pull downs that are like half of the weight sure, at sure, which sure. that I can lift. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. Because it's not like I'm like lift. You know, it's like I got the whole stack going. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm like, I feel like I'm not doing anything. So if every I set do is like weight, a warm up. Yeah, right, it feels right, like sure. so light. Like I, I can't even do that. Like I'd rather yeah, hurt. Right. Than like, what am I gonna do? Fucking thirty sets of yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Dude. So those I'm just hoping. Injury. I'm trying to stretch more. Yeah, yeah. But mean, it's like you know. It's. I mean, those got a nag. I mean, obviously not to downplay any injury. I'm, I'm not upplaying it. No, like no, no. You know, but I'm just saying, like, I'll take those, it over that some, injury, kind, yeah. some of that nagging stuff. Is like kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. Not saying that that's what that is, but often you'll find that there's just things that are tight or, you know, that you have to stretch or you have to account for or are going to ache for whatever reason. I've been trying to, like, rethink certain exercises that I'm doing. Sure. Like, even some of the bicep curls, some of the stuff that I do, it feels more forearm than bicep at times. Right, right, sure. Could be the grip, dude. Right. Well, I was going to ask you something. So, as I'm adding singular pounds to the bench. Of course. It feels like my left wrist is near buckling. Okay. As I'm getting In? near my max weight. Right. Yeah, just that like it can't sustain right, the right, weight. Right. It's not my chest. 
right. It's just Your on wrist. the wrist joint. And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that or... I mean, um, you know, like one thing I try to think about with the bench, right, is like having a strong wrist. Right. Not... Not holding the bar with your hands like that, yeah. But holding it, you know, not where you're you're back here, right? But where you're you're here, yeah. instead of that, you're that. Not That's where it's like resting on your on. fingers, but where you're kind of holding it up, right? So that it, it, there's more it's of a, a straight rigid line bar as yeah. opposed to this. Yeah, where now right. the weight is going to be pushing back on your. No, that's, that's what I've been thinking so you about go as I've been str- doing with it. A strong wrist, and then you know, I think I think at a certain point, you know, you, you probably consider. Uh, Wrist wraps or something like that mm-hmm. for for those heavier yeah. sets. I might um, have to. And then and then, as you as you you know, only use them for the heavier sets. And then you know, uh, down the road, experiment going, um, wading out into those heavier waters, but without them. Yeah. And only utilize them when you really need them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like well, what does... I, rem- I remember like be there was a point where like I would use them when I got to a certain weight, and I would do it all the time. Yeah, and then I was lifting with Christian one time, and he and I were both, you know, benching a decent amount of weight, and uh, he wasn't using them at that weight, and I was like, "Well, fuck! If he's not using them, what am I using them for?" So then I just, uh, and I realized that I didn't need them at that point. Um, but it's one of those things. It's the same, the same way you can be with lifting straps when it comes to like certain rows and stuff yeah. like that, or pull downs. So a lot of the time, you don't need them for everything. Well, you let me only ask you a question. For it, some stuff. The idea is that for some of those things, you would only use them at a point where your grip would give out for a lifting strap, where your grip would give out before the target muscle did, right? And even in that, but even in that case, then That's you kind know, of what the less and less you like. use those things. The stronger, like for example, your forearms will be, your grip will be. That's what I was gonna get at. Like if I use the straps, then I'm kind of like putting a bandaid over a problem that needs to be addressed through use. I can't avoid it. No, it's just gonna it's gonna stay weak. So that's why that's why I like I was hesitant to go there. But I was like, to me, it's like if you can get to the point where you're you're able to handle heavier heavier weights and you're using the wrist wraps, then maybe for example. Like let's say you were using the wrist wraps at 200 pounds, and uh, then you were able to go to 210, 220, whatever. Um, then maybe you know a couple months down the road, at 200 pounds you're still you're not using them anymore, right? And you're only using them as the. I feel like it, I feel like it could be like the same concept of having the bar on your back when you're doing squats, like using the weight belt and feeling that. As opposed to not using the weight right, belt right. and then just feeling that weight because there's a fucking difference there. Yeah. yeah. And also with the bench press, I always got the impression that when you're like really training, trying to train for your your actual bench press, you would you know utilize the reps more when you're going your fourth or fifth lower, set and lower reps probably. Yeah. Right. But then when you're just training regularly and you're just benching in yeah. general, probably just look past that. How how yeah. he, how when I when I say heavy, I'm not asking you the poundage, but how many reps are you doing on those? No, that's those like sets? when my max. That's like when I'm getting down okay. to like three or okay. two okay. or okay. one. Right. So those wrist are heavy straps, sets, dude. It's yeah. probably okay. It would be okay, I think, at that point to to employ wrist straps, but try to avoid them. Right. In the other sets, you know what I mean. Gotcha. And only pull them out well, for that. This for begs the question, though: When are we gonna get some straps? With a crown ah, yes. on G code yeah, straps. Yeah. Yeah, you know, lifting gear, it, may, it would make sense to have certain certain stuff and have it made. Maybe have, it, some special have, it, have it made to our specs. You know yeah. what I mean? That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely a step in the evolution for us, for sure. Why don't you guys write in? Maybe we'll get the demand going hey. and we'll meet, we'll supply that demand. That's right. Uh, Gladly. We're going to pound some spears <laughs> and we'll be right back. Wipe the taco off. Hey. And order some more. We'll be right back.
What's up everybody, this is Sko, and do I have some exciting news for you this week, head to gcodenutrition.com and gear the fuck up, we have some new gear in our shop, first and foremost, the Earn the Crown Tee, which debuted last week at the Olympia, you can get your hands on that without going to Vegas, without losing the shirt off your back, you can put the shirt on your back. That is the Earn the Crown Tee. Check that out because you got to earn it. But the shirt you can buy. The crown you got to earn. We also got the official G-Code Nutrition Orange Tank. The tank top is available. Head to the shop, gcodenutrition.com. Get one of those. And last but not least, I'm very excited about this one. The fully custom G-Code Snapback. Now, what we did not do is... We did not go to some other company and take their snapback and just smack a G-Code logo on it. No, no, no. From the ground up, just like the company, completely custom to our specs. The hat we want, it's now been brought to fruition. It now exists in the world from concept to reality. Check it out. You'll see the G-Code gear sticker on that hat and know that you got the real thing. And of course, we always have tri-packs of ice, shaker cups with a stash box, all kinds of good shit, hoodies. Head to gcodenutrition.com and get some of that. And back to the Squadcast. Peace. And we are back. Greg's got some... Uh, yeah, a little bit of a, a taco hangover. <laughs> Taco NATO. Yeah, I was taco wasted. Now I got a little bit of a taco hangover. I'm gonna put the lid on the spears. It's Taco Fucking Tuesday. Crush a jar. Hey. Uh, what we were talking about? Speaking of rumbles, I noticed this week that I'm the guy in the gym who's grunting. Ah. Totally. Because no. I'm usually like in the tunnel, you know. Like I'm right. not. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't give a fuck what else. Let like, me hear the grunt though. Is it like, dude? You can't. I'm not simulating the grunt. I'm, simulate I'm a breather. Like I go. I'm, <sighs> it's not all the time. I'm not doing it on my warm up set, but like, I noticed like uh, when I'm getting down to my last couple reps, wow. of my last exercise Ugh. of the day, I I notice I'm like I, somebody's like looking at me out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, why are they looking at me? And then I was doing my next set, and I'm like, oh, that's why. Monica Sellis. Keep your eyes on your own paper, asshole. <laughs> I violated the planet shitness. Mm. Code of conduct. Yes, and, they, and exerted effort. They will ring ring the bell. Yes, the Monica Sellis. There you yes, go. Monica Sellis. Yeah, it's reference. like I don't really. I'm not trying to interfere with someone else's yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only consideration. But like, you know, you I'm got, doing it because I'm exerting myself. You got so. headphones on too, right? So you're probably oh, no, not, yeah, of you're course. Probably not even aware. Dude, I wouldn't right. know if the fucking lights went out. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're zoned in, huh? No, dude. I I don't like. To me, it's like first of all, I can get really busy in my gym, and it's like I have to be that way. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I feel like I'm training in the middle of a fucking food, you know, a festival. Yeah, I hate going to gyms by myself, like to a commercial gym without headphones. It's horrible. Yeah. 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 The, the music in my gym is actually not bad. Oh, okay. It's like 50. That's, that's rare, though. It's like 50-50 that it's going to be like a Pandora or whatever the fuck. Donna Lewis. Like old school hip-hop is like half. Donna <laughs> Summers. Is there, you go I'd say like half the, the girls time just it's old school hip-hop. Cindy Lauper. Oh shit! Who's Don? Oh, Donna Lewis is. Uh, yeah, she's got another song. I really like it though. 
forget what it's called. Anyway, Sco, you're back on. Yes. Meanwhile on Earth. Te- no talk to, talk to me about testosterone. Oh. <laughs> low, low testosterone. Yes. Define it. N- noun. T- Set, the scene. TM. Set the scene first. Okay, so I think as most understand, uh, and it, it probably uh, to varying degrees depending on your prowess with the pen and the written word, right? Mm-hmm. It's difficult to read tone in texts and emails. Yes. And that can get you in trouble probably in some cases, right? Yep. But it can also just kind of cause a little bit of agita or annoyance mm-hmm. or uh, depending on the mood you're in when you read certain texts, right? Uh, it can elicit a response, right? So uh, Derb Malone and I were talking about instances where, uh, you know, I love this kid and I can probably, with well, both of you, probably count on one hand the amount of times I've actually been pissed at you in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like rare. But like you know, there's like these little occurrences where it's like so little scruffle. Yeah, well, like you know, like he'll <laughs> ask me a question or something via text, or I'll ask him a question, then he'll respond in a manner that I feel is like, "What's your fucking problem?" <laughs> is insufficient <laughs> to answering my question, or is disregarding my question, or there's like a little tone or a, an attitude that yeah. I'm reading into it, whether it's fair or not. I yeah. might be reading into it, right. and it's not even there. Right. I might be imagining it, which right. I've been known to do. I'm right? trying to look for any right. instances. But so then like you're responding and he's responding and you're both kind of in your feelings, if you will. Uh, And uh, things aren't going anywhere and you just kind of get frustrated. Then one calls the other and then you like, then then you're absolutely fine. And then you're absolutely (laughs) fine at that point. What are you talking about? Or you could do this where you guys are kind of going back and forth and you're not really getting anywhere. It's like, or like, for instance, with us, it'd be like, you'd be like, bruh, question mark. I'd be like, what's up, bruh? You'd be like, yo, you think you could uh, put this thing together for, you know, an Instagram post? Something like, what do you want, Brett? Like, what is it going to be? And then you could just end the argument by saying, hashtag low testosterone. <laughs> so when you when you realize that, like, that person is being semi-emotional or yeah. uncooperative in the text, and you are as well, it's like a... a, a it's low testosterone. Yeah. It's when you have low it can, it can happen symbols to you. of low testosterone. It needs yes. to be like the radio ads. Yes. So it, it means like don't don't read into texts and don't like uh, get too like fucking uh, emotional in your texts. I feel like you could kind of sense it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then in other instances, which is not low testosterone, it's like you're just short answering people like, okay, or like got you. And then sometimes like if you're doing that with a girl, they'd be like, what's wrong? Right. Like nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he knows, right, like, all right, so the other thing, you know, too, but the other thing, too, is, right, like, I'll be more verbose, where then he says that he's not too good with the words, but he is good with the words, but he likes to say that, and it's like his out, so that he can give one-word answers to people, right? So I'll write, like, a chapter, right, from Shakespeare, a sonnet, and then he'll respond with, like, bruh, with a question mark, and I'll be like, motherfucker. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, right? Sure thing. Um, But yeah, so that's, uh, I think that's, the, those are symptoms of low text. So if you're ever going back and forth with a friend and you can feel it, you can kind of feel the tension, yes. hashtag low testosterone. That's low And it'd be like, what? Wait, what's it? What? Oh, yeah, you're right. You yes. got low testosterone right now. Yes. Let's end this like men. Speaking of manly things. Is it true? Confirmation, dirt. You've never seen Star Wars. Aside, a a single Star Wars of any kind. Is this true? Confirmed. Wow. I know some of the characters. I just never have seen it. And I was told to watch the original, 
That's, that's right. Probably the only one, right? No, I can't say for sure, but I because I haven't seen them. But there's I would say there's the original, the original three, the original trilogy, the newest first piece of Supposed the trilogy. Good, right? I would include okay. in that group. Okay. I think because I'd even argue like the third one of the first three is a little right with the Ewoks. Now, like I love the Ewoks, but the, but it was a little lighter or right, hokier, right. maybe you right. could say. Those are the things with the hoods. Yes. No, yeah, the well, Ewoks like are the little little dog bears. They look like Pooh Bear and Groover. They look like Zeke Elliott. They look like yeah. Greg's dogs. Yeah, my, they look like my dogs, Ewoks. <laughs> um, but uh, the interesting thing, right, is that uh, I, I, but they're like, they are, they do practice guerrilla warfare. Oh, I not, often, hey, look, dude, I often was, I often thought. If you told me they had my back, I'd be glad. Three more mature lens. You know, when you're a kid, you just think they're cute. But through a more mature lens, I thought that the message was don't judge a book by its cover with them. I thought that was the idea. Like, that's what was trying to be transmitted. Completely lost. I'm not, uh, Is that they're these cute little guys and you I'm think, not saying they're not ferocious hellbees. But then, but, but then, but when you're fighting them on their turf, they're, you're fucked. I'm just saying there's a little bit of like. Remember they took down like the Imperial Walkers? Song. Dude. They took down the Imperial Walkers and a all that with like rocks and oh. rocks. I have and no idea what's going on. Ropes and stones. An absolute force yeah, on the yeah, battlefield. Yeah, yeah, However, yeah, yeah. Yes. there's a little sing-songy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Kind of thing to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And you know? it's like it's kind of cool, like where they're like a they Not think a musical they think C three PO is God, remember? But then they're Absolutely. like ready to <laughs> ready to roast everybody else. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. awesome. Don't fuck with them. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That it's time awesome. when they um you gotta watch well, it, bro. They, you gotta, the dark here's here's what I'll say. So the original one, <laughs> the original one, you should just watch because in the same way that if you haven't seen The Godfather or Rocky or those kind of films, that it's just like well, that was gonna be my next. Incredi- one of those, it's right? incredibly significant in terms of just like uh, the history of filmmaking and pop culture. The third one that we were just talking about has like elements to it that you can argue are a little hokier or cuter or whatever, but I, I still think it's awesome. It is. But, but it the is. second one, Empire Strikes Back, is super fucking dark, dark and, and it was awesome. like, it broke a lot and, of rules yeah, and it was yeah. like. Who's the director of the original? George, George Lucas. Lucas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it like broke a lot of rules because it was like such a big thing that went dark. Like, you know, like imagine like a dark, like the, uh, could they do like a dark Transformers? It right, would always right, have some stupid right, right, fucking joke. Right, right. And like, yeah. you know, this was like, there was no room for shit like that at all. Right. It was like dead serious. So it's like, so it's like basically, right. It's like the biggest film phenomenon ever. And then the second one comes out and it, the bad guys win. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, that's how it <laughs> like, it's like, there's going to be another one. Right. But you, but the second one ends, and you're like, like the second one ends, and it's just dark on punch. top of dark yeah, on yeah. top of dark, like screaming, crying, pure and the, agony. The, and the thing that's dope about Star Wars is that it's like people getting pissed on and shit. And the thing, thing that's p tape. The thing that's dope about Star Wars is that it's like about good versus evil on sort of like this cosmic, big, like uh, mythical, mythological, spiritual level. And that's yeah. what's dope about it. And there's like a bunch of like universal themes that like still apply. And like, here's the thing: like, there are people who will tell you like, like I've never seen Lord of the Rings, and there'll they'll be people who tell you that that's just as good for just the same reasons. And that might be true. I can't speak to that because I don't know. But Star Wars, so I can big speak though. to the films. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Lord of the Rings, the books probably. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying it doesn't like touch on the same themes, right. but like Lord of the Rings to me was much yeah. cornier. Yeah, right, right. Always yeah, will yeah. be. Yeah. People at home right now, there's. I know who you are. Yeah. Fucking going wild. Yeah, yeah. I don't need Seriously, to watch the movie. Page. I read the novel six times. <laughs> <laughs> Page 42, Darkness and Evil. 
Here's shows one. its face. Doesn't like Colbert have like the Tolkien novels like memorized? Like I think like dude, yeah. he's like a crazy dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does like Smart. three hours of facial exercises in the mirror like every day. Really? Like, crazy. To work out his expression. His head is so I mean, big. dude, it's like you know, it's not an accident that people like get to that level doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah, can yeah. improv and like do voices and do all that That's shit. Like yeah, yeah. you have to be like maniacal. Right. It's no different than like a guy benching. You right. just never see it. Right, right. So you're right. just like, oh man, he's so like naturally funny. Like comedians, yeah, dude, yeah, are like yeah. hell bent yeah, oh, for sure. and tormented for sure. and like. Didn't Jim Carrey just while out recently? He yes. did. Yeah, Fashion yeah. Week. I yeah. didn't see it. But <laughs> All I... right, here's what happened. He went to Fashion Week and right. he's the lady was like, Jim Carrey's here. Uh, and he was like circling. Like sort of like an E Entertainment reporter. Yeah, he was like carpet. circling her as she was trying to interview. He's <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Right. He's like, None of us exist. This is all made up. This is fake. There are no icons. It's, it's just awesome. personalities. And then he said, like, we're all just floating energy in the tetrahedron. He's a perfect I was like, example. What? So he's one of the most like legendary, insane yes. stand-up comics. He would do like two hundred nights in a row where his only goal was to get the audience to boo him off the stage. Right. And he could never do the same thing twice. Wow. So he'd like go up on stage and just go like for like two hours straight <laughs> or fucking like just do crazy stuff yeah, like yeah. just really outside of the box like right. you know interview someone just right, in the yeah, audience yeah. eating pizza but like, it was just premeditated doing... well no like you don't I don't know if he went into it it's like I know what I'm gonna do tonight but he had like just these certain rules where provocateur like, in certain yes way, right? exactly I'm gonna press buttons different ways he was a provocateur I'm gonna provoke a reaction yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting a lot of a lot of those guys are fucked up because they have to find so many different ways to entertain and be like a jester right i saw the movie it a fanboy about uh killer clowns you got to see your uh you were were anxiously awaiting i'm the thing with me is i'm intrigued by like killer clowns in a weird fucking fanboy way so i just wanted to see this thing in action i wanted to see how creepy it was what it did never been a fan of clowns i don't know why it's just something like you said airbrush killer never been a fan of clowns like disinterest or never been a fan of clowns like clowns in general they evoke a reaction or you know what i mean yeah somewhere in between the two okay like i found find them kind of annoying and pointless yes and but then at the same time i could see like them being creepy yeah yeah, yeah. well it doesn't help that like what's it what's his face like a serial killer was a clown was it bundy ted bundy no it's john wayne gacy yes yes yeah, he yeah. was a cl- that's yeah. what ingrained yeah, yeah, yeah. it into pop Killer culture clown, yeah, yeah. he was a clown so i was it was it awesome it was very long and it, you know it's based off the original. And it's part one of two. Yeah, so that's why I'll never be able to see it again. Why? Because they're doing another one. Okay. Just like You'll all the previews it. I saw leading up to it, it's like Saw the movie because you know they, yeah. they show all the horror films Saw two, or Scream eight. Right. I'm like, just can we just have original fucking movie? But this is like the first half really of a two part movie. Is the way yeah. that they were. It's in the same vein as the show Stranger Things. That's a Netflix show mm-hmm. about like little kids on the same. Gotcha. The same sensibility as like the Goonies or the modern day Sandlot or like, you know, shit like that. Gotcha. But this movie was very long. The clown was not as scary as I thought. It was more creepy and fucking weird. I was like, this is fucking awesome. But yeah, it was okay. Well, creepy. It wasn't I mean, great. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot. Of, I see, you know, I just see online. I see so many people are, are super Dude, excited. The about highest it. grossing film weekend in the history of the month of September is wow. it. And, we'll re- and it's the highest debut for a horror film ever. Wow. And what really drives it is uh, this little, the losers club, these kids, the shit that they say is fucking yeah. hilarious. They're all stereotyped and everything. Great. In the movie? 
Yeah. Huh. You got like the kid who's a, uh, you got the Jewish kid, the fat kid, the off, off black black kid, if that makes sense. Token. The token token black kid. And then they got like the tough guy, not so tough guy. Jock. Jock kid. Yeah. Jock. And then they got the Jock the sex. Wendy Peppercorn woman. <laughs> Yo, I was I, I had a, I had a thought based on low testosterone. Can I just do an addendum to low testosterone Add conversation? Okay, so I, my my whole thing, one of the things, right? I think it like is the is underlying in that whole conversation. There, Malone going for, for another spear. Um, is the uh, the thought of I don't mind confrontation, but I hate mm-hmm. conflict with people I like. Yes. Or love, yes. right? So like, I want to squash beef immediately. Like right. I love, like the my pops, you know, yes. used to say like, you never go to bed on a fight. Yeah, oh with yeah, with somebody of that you care about I or whatever, right? Absolutely. And I'm the same way. Like, if there is a problem with somebody I give a shit about, let's just clear the fucking air right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's so that's like a big part of that. I think so. It's like if you're sending texts over nonsense and you're getting vibes and you're giving vibes, it's like just fucking have a conversation and clear clear the fucking air. Because like, it's the big. Not only is it. uh you know, stressful and all that stuff. It's the biggest distraction yeah. in the fucking world. I mean, you know, whether you fight, like, you know. We I'm do sure that sometimes, over the, Right, and I'm sure over the years of fighting with your girl or whatever, right, and you're trying to do something, but you're fighting yeah. with your girl, it's like you are not there. Yeah. You yeah. are not present at all, <laughs> all right. because your mind is like. No, forget it. Yeah. You can't, uh, time stops. Squash the fucking beef. That's Squash it. Squash a beef. Yep. Squash that beef. Squashing beef. Yep. Squashing beef is the cure for low testosterone. You ever play squash with beef? You ever eat squash with beef? <laughs> All right. Racket sports? Beef yeah. squashing. <laughs> Yo, so we talked about this a little bit. The okay. Deuce. Ah, TV yeah, yeah, show yeah, The Deuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instant classic. I, I can imagine. For, uh, David Simon. It was Simon. like a two-hour premiere. Yeah, yeah. It will be for... Now, I don't... I gotta look You, know, you can't up. exactly predict where it's going. I'm not giving too much away. Remember, your boy's in it. Remember? There? Yeah, I gotta see. Well, I gotta let me tell you a couple it. people who are in it. Okay. Uh, Black Thought. Wow. Method Man. Wow. Um, D'Angelo Barksdale. Remember? Oh, wow. yeah, of course, yeah. Um, Chris of Chris and Snoop from The okay. Wire. Oh, wow. Well, it makes sense. That's Slim, a... the tall man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This yeah, is in it. So, wow. like, in like 30 seconds, like, boom, 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 boom. Wow, Wire Holy people. Shit. Yeah. Wow, it's fucking So, awesome. tons of Wire people. But okay. then, like, a whole other cast, James Franco, yeah, Maggie yeah. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Lots of pimping. Lots of prostituting. Right. And it's gonna do. He's gonna do to that what he did to drug dealing. Wow. Ninety six on Rotten Tomatoes. It is. Does that mean anything? A lock. Yeah. I liked Treme, but we were talking yeah, last yeah. time. Like, not The Wire. This is way closer to The Wire. Well, it's you know, Tremaine. it's like, the the guy behind the scenes is the guy who, in my opinion, created like the most important thing on television ever. Cut. Maybe it may be at its best the most well Just executed his, thing on, on television. The way he can like yep. attack an issue from yep. so many different angles yep. simultaneously with all these characters, yep. like he's doing it again. And creating a and world. Creating a whole world, dude. Yep. And like it's nineteen seventy one New York. Yep. Yep. It's fucking. It's really well done. Awesome. So I got it. I got it. That's automatic. Yeah. Put it in your queue. Fuel yeah, for the fire. Must. It's a must. The deuce. Deuce. The deuce. It's a man. Must. James Franco vehicle. Yep. He is the the lead. I would say. But it's like a crazy ensemble with yeah. people from David Simon's world. I mean, there's, you know, it's like the human condition on full display yeah, of course. and all that dope artistic stuff. I never knew Maggie Gyllenhaal. There was a Gyllenhaal. She's actually a great a good actress. actress. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know she was a Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Wow. Yep. He's a great actor. Talented fam. 
Jakey. Talented fam. So what other trilogies have you not seen? I'm going to ask you a couple. Star right. Wars. You haven't seen Star Wars. Have Indiana God- Jones. Have you seen The Godfather 1 and 2? Yes. How about yeah, 3? No. Okay. Have you seen You're Indiana Jones? Much. Yeah, the first one. The very first one. The one where the, the guy rips the heart out of the fucking that's other the dude. That's the middle one. Is that the middle one? That's the middle one. Kalima. The kid with the uh, Mets hat? Mm-hmm. The Temple, Temple of, Doom. of Doom, the first one? No, that's the, the second, second one. one. That's the one I saw. The Raiders of the Lost Ark? Okay. Yep. And then the third one, The Last Crusade. All good movies. Yep. The rare trilogy with three yeah, good movies. Yep. Uh, have you seen all... Well, this is in the trilogy. Rocky, have you seen all the Rocky movies? No. Have you seen one? Yes. You seen two. You're too slow to answer that. You need to go watch it again. And this is not me lecturing you. I know. And this is not me quizzing you about what's important. In life. I'm lecturing. But if you've seen it and you haven't seen Rocky one, here's what I'm saying. Like Rocky one will t- will transmit messages and inspire you in a way that 99 percent of the shit you ingest will not. No, I've seen Rocky one. Okay. I just haven't seen it in like years. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the, the, the re- last... a lot of the stuff is really like hokey and dated about as Rocky moves on. But one and two are fucking great. What's the last non-fast food movie? Like if, you know, hmm? like, you know, you talk about like, what, like what goes into it. We've, we've talked in the past, you know, like you yeah. are what you eat and you are what you consume. So what would you consider? Like if it is Fat Boy Sunday, uh-huh. you know, banana split Sunday with whipped cream and or like, knuckles um, in it. The Leonardo DiCaprio. Wolf of Wall Street. No. Inception. I thought mm. it was cool. It was. Requiem for a Dream was always fucking wild for me and it made me think. Just the way they film it, the way they shoot it. Well, there's an interesting thing. You saw Aronofsky's new film? Which one is that? Mother. Oh, oh yeah. I saw the preview for that. that looks... Is it about Russia? No. no? Oh, okay. It looks, it's, I, I believe, my impression of it is that it's about a woman giving birth to the Antichrist. Wow. Unbeknownst to is her. Is that what right. it is? That's my impression of it, right? Wow. For him to make it. Where she, um, who, who's, who is it? Who's the female lead? It's a big, a big, a big actress. Yes, it is. It's not Naomi Watts, right? It's, Hold it's on. not Naomi Watts. It's somebody of that quality, it's of that Scarlett. caliber. No, no. Yeah, check who it is. It's, is it, um, but what's her face? Javier Bardem. Check who is married to the Coldplay singer? What the hell's her name? Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. No. It, no. But Javier Bardem's in it. Awesome. And uh, I, you're watching the trailer, and at first I'm like... Uh, I'm in, dude. At first I'm like, oh, this is one of those things. JL initials. Oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lo- yeah. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. So Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem. I'm in, okay? dude. And uh, I'm, you're sitting there, and you, you're watching, and at first you're like, oh... Like, is this tacky horror movie with, like, a couple cool people in it? And then it moves forward, and you're like, oh, fuck, what is this movie? Dude, and then it's Aronofsky, and you're like, oh, shit. And, dude, then, yeah. and then as the preview, as the preview like, you know, wraps itself up, you're left like, holy I'm, shit. I'm fucking yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's just I'm a there. couple in a house, and they're like, yeah, we're going to live here. And then there's just people that start keep showing up. In, and they, and then... And Before they start showing up because they're coming for this thing, wow. this it happening. I'm totally that in apparently, it. and then you get the impression that Javier Bardem is completely hip to the what's going on. If he's in, if yeah, if, yeah. if he's making it, Aronofsky's yeah. making yeah, it, yeah. and it's about that. Yeah, yeah, I and know. They're in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching. Oh, it. course, it's going to sure. be a mind fuck. Oh yeah, looks I love it, amazing. That look, that like as far as those kind of films go, I was like, you got me. I he, love when 
like creative people like break from yeah, their yeah, yeah, yeah. brand, if yeah, you want to call it that, sure. or like take a risk. For sure, he did Black Swan awesome. too. He did Black Swan. He did the Wrestler. He did Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, Jesus. Yep. Pie. Pie, which is his was first his first one, one which I recommend. Yep. Life of Pie. No, just pie. Just pie. He shot it for pie. like no money. He made it himself in the subways of Philadelphia and around Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, of New York. It's amazing. Amazing. Pie About magic. Somewhat. The number pie, yeah. like 3.14. Yeah. Apple pie, yep. The symbol pie. So, training. I thought you were about to say something profound there. Okay, here. I'll, there was, I'll a, there was, a, there was a, a pregnant I'll go pause. Deep, I'll go deep into the well. Okay. I'll go deep into uh -oh. the well. Uh-oh. So since humans can't get to another planet, we're going deep into the sci-fi okay. well. All right. All right. They're talking of, rather than send a human out into space and hope they can live forever, okay. to send robots into space that can travel through space and then assemble a human once they get to their location. Deepest thought I ever had. Assemble a human? Well, what do you need, this to, ain't West do you World? need to create life? Okay, so, all right, so you're you saying. can do test tube, you can do, you know what right, I mean? Right, sure, like, sure, sure. Oh, so, so just bring the uh, so goods. Rather than so hope there needs the to be human, a mother there, though? Well, at the, by the, this is okay, not okay, going to be happening okay, right okay, now, okay. but we're not far from the point where you to might not even need a mother to, to incubate. incubate. Okay. We're not far away. Right. So yeah. they expect this robot to come back and be like, yeah, put it here, and we have a GPS on well, this site, and this is where it's Rather than hope happen. that the human could get that far... Now, I don't know what happens when it gets there, and all right. of a sudden, little, little baby in Octo Centauri. Little baby Greg comes out. Right. Right. Ah! With his little weights. <laughs> Start lifting. It's just going you know, it's it's to be like the biggest loser baby ever. Let's, hey, man. No, let's, dude, let's sponsor it. They're like, 43 tons of vice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and an embryo were sent to the nearest. I'm all jacked up. Fuck. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> I gotta build a whole planet. That's pretty amazing. And the volleyball. That's, that's pretty amazing. The thought that that you would send the robots because the robots could survive, and then the robots. It's just would about like keeping like a mini to, fridge going. The robots would tr try to create a population there. You just keep there. a mini fridge going. That's great. That's interesting to think about. I also saw a Mark Bernardi deepest thought. No, ever. well then I was gonna ask you though. So my thought would be, how would the world react if like that arrived here from somewhere else? Mm. Robots from somewhere else trying to like got here and we're like watching like what's happening here? It's yeah. like yeah. a life form before yeah. our eyes. We'd definitely kill it, I think, oh, before sure. it took us a breath. You know what always let me down was the whole like we're just like you know what we are? We're just mold on bread, man. That's it. Like that's that's what we are. Who like, said what? that? The human species. <laughs> yeah. Like Matrix, you're the virus. We're no different than you're just mold a you're just a piece of dust on a big galaxy. Well, if you look at what's happening to the planet, it's like you know. Well, have I ever said this on the Squadcast before? Where, talk, where George Carlin was talking about, uh, like planet Earth and like uh, human beings and their either contribution or the opposite I think of a we contribution. About this, and yeah. he said just the thought that like maybe. Like we were talking about, like all the plastic we waste, and the Carlin's like, maybe Mother Nature just wanted plastic, and <laughs> yeah. that's the only reason human beings that's exist. It. And now that she's got the plastic, she's done with us. It's fucking crazy. You that is deepest thought I ever had. There you go. I didn't even have it. George Carlin gave it to me. Why well, also? Him. I saw a Mark Bernardi post uh -oh. on okay. Facebook. Mark Bernardi post can be weighty. 
Mark Bernardi posted. There's Gravitas. a link. They I'm say clicking. I keep it light and humorous. <laughs> Gravitas. No. Break there a was a, a North Korea post. H-U-M-E-R. Oh, yes, about the, uh, the out-of-the-box solution that a general had for how we could defeat North Korea without confrontation or Within a nuclear its own attack. system. Yes, by dropping thousands of iPhones into the country and blasting it with free Wi-Fi so that everyone will have access to the information. truth. Information. And then the Nothing whole government will turn against the leader. Hey, well, the you'd think yep. once people realize that like, he didn't get 18 hole-in-ones yesterday yep. mm. and he's not like defending the world against the evil right. you know, predators coming after them. Right. And that he's not some sort of supreme being. He's just yes. a dude. Yeah, that just, he has a goofy haircut. Yeah. It's like the movie The Village. M. Night Shyamalan. Well, right. Well, that's the whole idea like about ignorance is like right. you can only have a tyrant if people don't know the deal. Right. You know? Right. If and they don't have the truth, right. it's and it, easy to manipulate. And them. it's exactly the same, you know, we talked about like um, how a terrorist is created, right? Or how a white supremacist yeah. is created, right? It's you. These these aren't people that come from places of, of learning and access to information. And diversity. And, right. And, They're people yeah. who come from very uh sheltered places with very limited scope where they don't they can't they don't have access to learning and uh free thought information art expression those sort of things those things are so limited where they are that all they have is the information of a you know the influential people in their lives and that's it that's yeah. the, the 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 grandest scope that they ever see is like you know their local neighborhood their village Right. And mm-hmm. and those people can be subject to the will of dictators and tyrants and, you know, the village elders who have their just dudes with agendas like every other problem we have. Right. Just dudes with agendas um, corrupting other people. It's the same exact concept. So along those lines, like just in terms of how information you're vulnerable throughout you're the ignorant. throughout the eons of our species have been able information has been used to enslave people or manipulate them right they found these um cone-shaped hats like all over europe and with all this shit all over the hats they're like what the hell's on this and they found them like in different countries like you know in archaeological digs and stuff like that and the one one theory on it they connected you know they tried to figure out like stonehenge i it's probably been debunked by now this is all the way this is dating back well yeah i mean couple hundred years ago even but it's not like people we didn't even know about like genetics 50 years ago so yeah. like it wasn't that long ago we were putting leeches on people who had migraines like right. you know we're fucking right. we're not much better than you know no you look at like the history of technology or the history of medicine it's like you know it's the dark ages not that long we, ago yeah we just stepped out of the puddle of, yeah. of ignorance and yeah. then we're still fucking yeah. you know four-legged fucks and you got age. people that were making fires and then you got people that were dealing with this I got too much fixins in my blizzard. Yeah. White people. First world problems. <laughs> yeah. That's us, man. Yeah. Sitting here, I'm like, God, I don't, you know what sucks? I had 12 tacos. <laughs> Should have stopped at 11. Go back. The, cone, the cone-shaped hats. Yes. Tangential. Uh, <laughs> so, one of the theories of Stonehenge, and it relates to these hats, is that at a, at, during the equinox, right? Like the second, there's one second story to the Stonehenge monument. And in that little square window that one of the that the second level creates, when you stand like in the middle of the circle, on the equinox, the sun completely it gives the illusion of freezing there, right? 
And these village elders and the ruling kings, they say, knew when the equinox would be. They were the only ones who had this information. So they would say to their subjects, I control the sun, and I'm going to prove it to you. On this day, at this specific time, I'm going to freeze it. Apocalypto. That kind of thing. On that day, the sun gives the illusion of holding still. The longest day of the year. The sh I think it's the shortest day of the year, whatever, like the winter equinox. So they'd have this big festival, and the king would come out and say, Behold, like, you want to have a good harvest? You better give me your daughter and your best cattle and give me all this and lay it on the step of my doorstep. And they found these hats scattered throughout like these kingdoms of Europe. And they were trying to like figure out what the hell was on this cone-shaped thing that had this thing wrapped around it. And it was the calendar. And they think that this was like almost like a crown that contained the information that like the uneducated masses didn't wow. have, but mm. that the ruling kings would have sure. and like give to their son and be like, here's like, this is the only copy of the calendar right. and the whole fucking thing. Here right. you go. Right. And now you can say to these people, like I'm a God. Right. Cause that's what they thought Kings. Right. Of course. That's what King comes from. Yeah, yeah. They thought Kings were a direct line to God. Right. The King spoke to God and spoke on yeah, God's yeah, behalf. Yeah. Yep. And so they'd give them all these like Royal tributes. Yep. It just goes to show, oh, like how important like the truth can be, or even manipulating the truth. Yeah. That's why I'm always like trying to, you know, I know that I'm break, sure I annoy plenty noise. of fucking people, and my apologies, nah. but you know what? Like, I don't want to be the fucking people getting taken in the ass because the king has a cone-shaped fucking helmet. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> you know, shining light in the darkness. <sighs> I don't want to be the mole on the bread, man. Yeah. So the calendar was a piece of paper that was cone shaped. Yeah, it was basically like, a, it, let's cones. say it had like 365 notches on it. So you knew, right. you know, whatever was going to happen on certain days of the year that you'd be able to predict that right. people without that information, like, how would you know what day right. is the equinox? Right. You'd never fucking know, you know? Right. Location of the That's sun and right. the time and, they, not only and the that, tides, like, all the things that And it, it was also to... like the movement of heavenly bodies, like right. so constellations. Yeah, so yeah. they'd know stuff that happened like once every eight years. Yeah, right, right, sure. Like an eclipse yeah. or something like that. Like you write that down. You're like, I can make the sun disappear. Yeah, yeah. You know that eclipse is coming. You could say to the whole world, like, yeah, yeah. I own the sun. Right, yeah. <laughs> Think about how people were watching this eclipse in modern times yep. in total fucking amazement. Yeah. Imagine, like, you know, two months after an earthquake, 800 years ago, somebody being like, oh, God's mad. But I got a, I got a direct line, and I'm going to prove it to you. Dude, people be giving him everything the they have. Yep. Cut off their arm. You could have my first and second daughter. Dude, that's literally, that's literally what happened. Yep. That shit definitely went for the, down. For the vast history of our species, that was the kind of shit going on. And now it's become more complex, and there's different ways of the truth. Not getting out there. I mean, you know, they talk about when we're talking about uh, just access to information and stuff like how communist Russia fell. It was like a McDonald's opened up or like they had MTV and people yeah. were like, well, fuck this. Yeah. Right? You mean there's you can do this wherever you want and you can just go get a fucking hamburger for a dollar whenever you want. And there's fucking, you know, Run DMC and Van Halen are on fucking TV. <laughs> fuck this communism shit. That's yeah. basically how it went. Now, you, yeah. now Putin's back in charge and it is what it is. Well, yeah. Right. It's a dictatorship anyway to some degree. But you like just access to a lot of the things that we take for granted 
are things that are pow- powerful enough forces to like topple fucking yeah because what governments what Un's doing in North Korea is he's like putting like a single grain of rice on your plate and he's like I made this happen you'd have zero without me yeah. they have no idea that there could be yeah. if it wasn't such a piece of shit like maybe more rice would get into the country yep. Jesus I, re- I remember this the story about this dude who was in a concentration camp in North Korea and it was basically like uh, uh, he broke out of the concentration camp with the idea being that if they caught him he would be executed immediately and like traveled like you know some ridiculous 50 days and 50 nights in the fucking wilderness yep. right to get into South Korea or wherever he was trying to get to because he heard that he could buy chicken yeah on the street yeah and the thought that like you know you could go into a fucking store and the guy would hand you a fucking skewer of chicken Oof. right like street Blue the street food mind. was so fucking enticing it was such this con the concept of that sort of freedom was so much to this guy that it was worth risking his life and going out and fucking sh- struggling in the wilderness for two months just because the, that was like the kind of darkness his life was. That's what he lived in. The thought that you you could just go get fucking chicken. That's insane. All right. We're over here starting to show off of what fucking right. cereal. Yeah, you well, know what, dude? We fucking ate all of that shit. That's right. And you I fucking appreciate it. It did not go to waste. It, it did not go to waste. You don't realize how good you have it. You could be in the wilderness traveling for 50 days. But just you to never get know. Like chicken. maybe you're, maybe we're in the shit right now. And, you know, nope. relative to our situation, we don't know what's really going on. Right. You never know. Sure. That's why it's, I mean, I don't think that's the case. But there are some people who have a, have been sold the same dishonest narrative mm-hmm. that convinces them of certain things that are true when they're not. And they mm-hmm. get worked up into a frenzy, you know. Like they think, you know, I'm not even gonna get into it, but it's really easy to happen. Yeah. Now that people have like their own news network that just tells them what they already think and all this shit, you can't even like interject a contrary opinion in there. And and it's any, tough. and anywhere where you see um, dictatorships rise, totalitarian governments rise, mm-hmm. it's always uh, one of the most important steps in that direction is to discredit the media. To make regular people think that the press and the journalists are out to get them yeah. and are not to be trusted. So that they, so that the, to undermine undermine the information. Right, and whoever's saying that wants to be like the sole. Yep. Convince them I'm the sole source of truth. Yep. You can only get it from me. I can stop the, the sun. They're lying yes. to you. Same exact. I'm, it's concept. the same exact thing. Like, I got, I'm, I'm the one. Here. I'm the I'm one. Get the fuck yep. out of here, you guys. I can't. Dude, yep. no, we need it. pickles could free America. <laughs> we need it. The right man, the right pickles. You should put like a fucking flag on that. Patriot pickles. American. Sell the fuck out. Patriot pickles. That's it. It's up. Falcon pickles. The pickle baron. Dirtiest thing you ate this week. I'm getting a little bit better at like if I go out to eat, picking the least destructive thing on the menu. That I would be tempted to normally get. Well, the freaking die. <laughs> no, but it's important to me because, like, I'll go out. And, what I've learned is, like, I enjoy the meal just as much if I get like the grilled chicken thing. Yeah, sure, sure. As if you know, and when I say it's not like I'm getting like steamed vegetables and you know. Yeah. It's at the. It's still restaurant cooked, so I know there's fucking grease. Sure, and sure, sure. Everything's gonna be in it, no matter how nice the restaurant, whatever. It's not like it's healthy just because it's chicken necessarily. Right. But if I can do that, even one out of three times. I feel better. I, I'm navigating that, but yeah, I was saying good. earlier, I got to like 
tweak the diet. But uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely ate some strawberry shortcake truffles dipped in chocolate. Wow. That my uh, better half was making. Wow. Oof, they impressive. tasted like cookie dough. Impressive. Like strawberry shortcake cookie dough dipped wow. in chocolate. And that was uh, delicious. I'm not gonna lie. Dirt Malone. Zero regrets. Curious thing you ate. Fuck. THC laced. No, no, no. THC laced. Blondies. Pork roll. <laughs> Jeez, I. I had a uh, that lantern fest. Okay. Seven s'more sandwiches. Oh, fucking awesome. A seven. A seven. Wow. S'mores are fucking awesome. Legit size graham crackers. So you made them. These weren't like. They were you made. Get them from a food truck. Because a lot of people that we were with, because you got to share fire and shit. Yeah, yeah. And there's thousands of people. I was like, oh fucking I'm honey going. graham, honey graham, marshmallow, Hershey's chocolate, two little bricks of chocolate. Let me tell you a little and something. Mallow. The s'mores. Let me upgrade your s'mores. S'mores are amazing. Seven. Let me upgrade your s'mores. Go game for it. Here. Okay. There's no turning back once okay. you've had this. Okay. Forget the Hershey's. Okay. You just put Reese's peanut butter cups on that shit. Bitch, mm. what? With the marshmallow in it. I'm telling you, you still mm. get the chocolate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. There's no reason. Oh, I'm doing that there's this no, weekend. There's no I'm doing reason. That, I'm doing that in ten minutes. I, like once, like I didn't have chocolate. I'm gonna go get a lighter like, and make one outside. Somebody's like, I don't chocolate. All I got are Reese's peanut butter cups. I'm like, all you got? <laughs> you got it all. That's all you Dude. fucking. That's all you good. got? You got it all. Dude, it's so good. And it's you like love such peanut a, butter, huh? Oh my god, are you kidding me, man? Well, the Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cups. I could eat. I mean, you I like I, crush I, those I down and like, oh, I don't. But you could put like fifty. A whole Halloween worth of uh, peanut butter cups on the table right now, no problem. Gone, you could right? argue, you could argue that the peanut butter cup, and even the Reese's peanut peanut butter cup specifically, is like the greatest combination of two different foods: chocolate and peanut butter. Together. Oh yeah, like, there's mm-hmm. no fucking with that. No. I like the egg, the Easter egg. The, Always a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. every something about it, it's like a, a trigger, like the the color of the Easter egg packaging, <laughs> packaging and stuff. Packaging. That's like timeless. Yeah. It's been the same forever. It's, it's like ingrained. something about that is just like chocolate's almost like a nougaty chocolate. It is just flawless. Tech, I don't know, flawless. I and then you get them, put them in the ahead. fridge, get them cold. Oof. Oof. Oh, dude, yeah. What's Absolutely. Your dirt, what's I your dirty in the freezer. Beat? I love it. All right, so Tara baked with Sienna this. I think I saw this. Yeah. It was this. It's like a cheesecake bar, okay? Bottom layer, the crust. The slutty cheesecake yes, bar, yes. Yes, Slutty. Oh, so filthy. Filthy. It's <laughs> just filthy. Perfect. Yes, just filthy. So the, 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 uh, Sienna helped bake, bake them with her. Uh, she loves baking. And she's like, Daddy, who's the best baker in the in the family? And I'm like, well, you're pretty good. I'm like, your mom's pretty good. Mimi, my mom, pretty good. Yeah. And she's like, but am I the best? I'm like, you're working on it. You're 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 on your way, yeah. right? But she takes it seriously. She takes baking seriously, right? Yeah. So, uh, I can't imagine why. Right. <laughs> so, uh, the the bottom layer of this thing was chocolate chip cookie dough. Then Ore- Oreos on top of that. Better start. And then. Uh, a layer of cheesecake, mm-hmm. oh. right? Baked mm. and then chilled, right? Oreos on top that sounds and inappropriate. Drizzled, dr- drizzled with uh, caramel, mm. and they are fucking ridiculous. And that's like the kind of thing that is baked on a Sunday afternoon. Just and then what's a brother supposed to do for the rest of the week? 
You know, eat the fuck. That's what I'm saying. Carve and a slab is, off and it is make de- advantage. It is dense. You kept that thing in the fridge too. Oh, for sure. The thing and was like Greg. I like And this is you know what? I like the part of the program where Greg's like, and I brought some here. To share I know. With my bros. Fucking sad. Wow. Hanging Example out with the one. human garbage disposals oh, and couldn't, unbelievable. Couldn't be a bro. Let you fucking down. You're Damn. right. I come usually come bearing <sighs> gifts and fucking. Oh, poor me. I got to just eat these. Well, you know what? It really week. occurred to me. It really occurred to me when Dirt Malone went to get the snacks. When he went to get the pickles, I was like, oh, my God. I could have just dropped the mic, by the oh, way, yes. and brought those. Yes. But speaking of which, God, if, if that was on top of the pickles and the no, tacos, no, 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 you know, they just find, no they'd, find, they'd find three bodies. It'd be a casket. Oh. No casket. <laughs> Squad casket. <laughs> um, all right. Last. Uh, I think, by the way, I just want to say. I think Snacks is a good nickname for Dirt Malone. Snacks Malone. Snacks Malone. I like it. Snacks. I, it's I, it's the guy from the Giants. His name's Snacked. Snacks. His name's Snacks, awesome. right? And I was thinking, I'm like, that's a good nickname. It is a that's really, a good, really nickname. good nickname. That is a really but good. But that's his real name. No, 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 that's the nickname. Defensive lineman, like nice. middle of the line. His name's Snacks. Like, I'm like Snacks so Miller. That's a great <laughs> use of a nickname. Yeah. It is. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's like great. It's like a character you would write. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Just speaking of of dropping the mic. I, the greatest gif I've ever seen, right? You know how you can like look up gifs on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Like to end a conversation. And I'm going to give this to the world so that when you're in a fucking some sort of heated debate online that means nothing and you feel like you've got the fucking, you're the thread killer and you drop the hammer at the end, okay. there's a Hogan leg drop gif. Oh, yes. I think <laughs> I saw that. Too. That yes. is amazing. It's like you, you fucking put a fucking period <laughs> on the end of that fucking sentence and you walk Woo! away. That's it. That is it. That's right. That's right. Uh, Leg drop. Hogan. Yep. Ric Flair escaped death he recently, did. thank God. He did. Nature boy. Rides again. He's actually got some pretty dope gear on it. I've seen. I've it looked. Might be Flair. Yeah. 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 Ric Flair gear or something. There's I one shirt to. I wanted, but it's it's always sold out. The best one. I know the one you're talking about. Goat. I saw it too. Yeah. The goat one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that one too. It's awesome. Isn't there a guy here that has the Macho Man shirt? Rise to the top, boy. Uh, that is correct. That is correct. Taking me back. That is correct. I have the Macho Man shirt. I got the. And there's NWO shirt. Everybody in this room's got a Wolfpack yes. NWO yes. shirt. Wolfpacked up. That's right. She so. has blessed us with the NWO. Because that's who we are. It's fucking bang. Never forget it. Odds you would ever go ever again in your life to a professional wrestling event? It would have to involve the icons of our youth. So someone would have to make some kind of comeback of some kind. Yeah. Scott Hall have to come yeah, out and be yeah, like, yeah. you know, the NWO the was reforming or something like that, and it was like uh, they were somehow figuring like a, a way next to pull generation, it off. and they were like the GMs of something, it or something like that. It would, it, yeah, it, it still, ain't like, No, it still wouldn't work. Like they had the well, heart- because here's the thing, right? Like one of the things that made wrestling um, in the '90s so awesome for us was the fact that it was just the reemergence of all of our guys childhood. from childhood, yeah, um, who were still young enough to be viable and do it in a real legit way that was the thing and then you were mixing those with the talent from that time and it just worked now there's not those guys those guys can't really do it at this point so you know i mean that's you know nash could come back and be like a hogan type that that could happen right you know some of those guys are still young enough to pull that off but then like who were they playing off of i don't know I mean, would I ever go see it like if Sienna was somehow super into it? Yeah, yeah, probably. Right. You know, your nephew was super into it. You would go. Yeah. And you would go and tell him why it sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, Let me explain to you why this I'd be sucks. Like, why am I here? Yeah. I'd rather go to like a local high school wrestling 
No name. We've been to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been to <laughs> yeah. that. We have a friend in it. Yeah, yeah. We were there, and, and uh, we had two friends wrestling against each other, and it was a really, really good match. It was a really good match. Tank had, like, a whole ravishing Rick Rude thing going on, yeah. and he, like, nailed it. Like, you could, like, when Missed I was w- watching him then, I was like, he easily could be a pro wrestler. I love that. Dude, you should, Derek, you could do it, man. Come it's on. like, you don't know who these people are, and they come out, and you're like, this guy's being a little If you grew, like this if guy, you grew your guy. hair out, blonde, and spiked it. Oh, we could turn, yeah, we could turn you into a wrestler overnight. What would your wrestling name be? I'm the Butcher. Because I always the have butcher? beef. Because I always have beef, beef, and my finishing move is a cleaver. That's good. Pretty strong. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good one. Well, when we did the KWF Kids Wrestling Federation, I, mean, it's I tough was to uh, put someone on the spot and be like, "Think of this." So the, I'd have a bloody apron. These two, these two friends we had were supposed to be like uh, the butcher. We were supposed to be like, "You're not going." I'm not going okay, that far. Okay. But they're supposed to be like uh, felons, right? Like cri- criminals, minds. like criminals, and they would come out in jumpsuits, right? Ooh. Like in in uh, uh, leg irons and shackles, and then I was the, <laughs> I was the parole officer. If I was their manager, so I would have to unfucking do their Didn't shit. Did you have a name? P.O. something? It was something? like Parole Officer Pendleton. Yeah, P.O.P. <laughs> or something. And then, and then, but, but like, but like the, the inside story was that like I was kind of like the finisher yeah. of the of the group, right? So like I was the manager, but it wasn't really. And my move was the capital punishment. Damn. Right? Which was the rack into the the uh <laughs> the fucking what was the thing that uh oh, a pile driver yeah like the, the si- right so a pi- right like a tombstone pile driver like like so you got them in a rack yeah and then you drop them on their head on the side you know what i'm saying so you're in a rack and then boom that was, that was the capital punishment right fuck it's pretty dope right she always like ray mysterio so my i would have to have like some wild you're a costume. fucking luchador yeah <laughs> a luchador oh uh, and my doing fucking fifty backflips, dude. You'd be a god in Mexico City, in in Juarez. El Gringo, <laughs> Nacho, with the mat, with the with the mask on and all yeah. that, dude. Dirt Malone, dude. You'd be Grandpa Gooch. You should come out wrestling. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> that could be shoot, shoot, and Chooch. the Mandingo spear. Yeah, that's your I would just move. frog splash my dick on your face. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> awesome. It's crazy. Uh, nice. Awesome. We'll have to have the first G-Code wrestling. Putting Dirt Malone in the, in the Capital Punishment. Have him up in the rack. I'd wrestle. Bone snapping. <laughs> Not good. Not good for anybody. Maybe there's a ring around town. We can just fucking hey. go in and get into it. Pull some hammies. Universal Athletics <laughs> used to have one. They did. You're right. Universal Athletics in Allentown, PA. Have you ever been in a ring? <laughs> Come on, bro. Hey. Done everything once. I mean, I know you were like... Uh, stuntman number four in season three of Jackass. This so is I didn't true. Know. This is true. Oh, Bam! By speaking of which, Bam is uh come back. I saw that. Is he? I he feel is. like he's been really down in the trenches. Yeah, I don't know what. I the, heard uh, uh, Sarah was telling me that he had an eating disorder. I mean, he's been through so Were much. Eating a lot. A lot no, of the opposite. So I know he puffed up a little bit. I, maybe that was a response to him trying to fight whatever urges he had with yeah. his eating disorder. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm not going to speculate. Change from one thing to another. I don't know happens. the inside story enough, but yeah, apparently it was like something they struggled with his whole life was like body image and food and stuff like that. You never know. That's you how, never know who's dealing with shit like that, man. It's like yeah. we all deal with body image to some extent. It's like just how bad does it get? And you know, you never know, man. No, for sure. But he's <sighs> fucking. Those guys are fucking. It'd be good to see him back. Those guys are pioneers. Those dudes. Nothing better than a comeback. Yeah, Cause like sure. nowadays Like who's the next jackass You know who's doing it I don't know There's no group Those guys are fucking pioneers Somebody on YouTube probably Yep Playing video games instead Yeah He's so edgy Maybe you're That 
guy. No. Maybe you're the one. No video it's games for me. Swatting. I'm saying maybe you're the guy to bring Jackass back. You know I mean, you're the Johnny Knoxville. Dude, I'm actually generation. I'm in the process of editing all the footage I have. I know from my you told me. I know. But there's like you should make like an, seven thousand hours. Uh, yeah. No. Why not? It's just stupid. See, that's exactly it's not the wrong attitude. There's nothing cool about me, Mark. Fuck yeah. you, Mark. Could Fuck love you, you, man. Well, what's funny is that right? We always talk about like uh, you know the like life or death effort that it took us to make our first film when we were fresh out of college. Make Rise by Sin was like an incredibly flawed independent film, but like had a ton of good juice. Yeah, and. Uh, I just always remember my uncle saying, you know what the fucking movie that wins Sundance is? The documentary about you guys making this movie. Yep. And he's absolutely right. Like, if we had done that the properly, movie about the movie. if we had somebody shooting us making yeah. the movie. On weekends for like a year and a half. <laughs> that would have been a great documentary. You know? It was funny. Fucking not wrong on that. No, no, no. You never know, man, dude. The you story behind it. the story. You could edit that shit up and just start sending it out. You know what would be a good movie? You uh-huh. could interview all the... Guys, now yep. and cut it between the footage, Can do and you'd have something. Yep, yep, yep. It'd be a good movie called uh, "Go Hard." That'd hey, be a good movie. hey, Go hey, hard hey, film. hey, hey, hey! Accepting all donations. these remakes, all Sounds... these part twos, all these fucking sequels. Yep. It's like just come out with something raw, original, Give them rugged. They can feel. But Hollywood's like, nah. Hey. First, we'll do it. We'll get around to it. Get around one thing at a time. One thing at a time. By Vice. Yeah, exactly. By Vice. And your dreams can come true. <laughs> All right, guys. That is the cast. Cast. That's it. We'll be back soon with Give a recap cast. of the Olympia and more. And oh, more. Live at the Olympia. Some some, some on, on the spot casting. Yeah, we'll have a special guest or the a couple next, or two. The next cast you hear after this one will be a live in Vegas, remote. Cast. I will not be present. It's not. Yeah, it's not. We've already talked about but this. But my shadow will uh, cast a big. Oh, it, yes, will linger <laughs> over us all. Who's? Go- I'm at the record. Like, let's go to Mark. At Mark. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mark's not here. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. There no, goes. What? There goes our our listeners. For sure. That's it. Put the right, asses guys. in the seats. I speak of asses in the seats. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday <laughs> turns into Wild Wednesdays. Taco Tuesday. It's Taco fucking Tuesday. Bye, everybody. Peace. Peace. Later.